Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Oh, very macho man Randy Savage with that one. Yeah, man. I feel like uh, I feel like these intros are going to be your undoing eventually. Like, Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to have a heart attack. I was going to say stroke, heart attack, one or the other. I'm thinking that when I get a little bit older, I'll do some more controlled. Okay. You'll be more, I can't wait for- NPR shit. I was going to say, Kamar Kurt turns 50, and all of a sudden, it's welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience <laughs> Experience. No, exactly. My name is Kamar. Exactly. He starts a whole Win Hoff breathing yeah, program exactly, yeah. just to get through the uh, intro. It's all part of the maturing process. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. Joined as always by Kamar. What the fuck is up? And Simon. <laughs> I was going to say what the fuck is up. <laughs> oh, you stole your thunder, huh? Hello, everybody. We've got to do some more pre-show meetings. <laughs> Chico's not here. This is fucked. It feels, feels empty. Um, he'll be joining us later on in the show. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. What we do here is very simple. All three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. Uh, we're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And uh, then we're going to break down each episode, the guests, uh, some of their talking points, topics, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, it's a week fraught with controversy. We'll get to that in a second. But um, I got the car fixed, and I reached out to a buddy and asked about winter tires, and I got some free winter tires. So free. shout out to Goldwing Auto and Peter Guard. Oh, wow. Come to the rescue. Doxing people. And thank you to everyone who came out to uh, CARP for the show on uh, Thursday. It was a really good time. I don't think you're talking to anyone, are you? He's <laughs> <laughs> talking about the six people who live in CARP. Gotcha. Well, if someone was out there and listened. Never have we sounded more like we're from the fucking foothills of Canada than when you just said thanks to everyone that came out to CARP for my show. Well, you know what's uh, interesting we were talking about when we were out there is that's the home of the Defum Bunker. Yeah, no, I've been. Which I've, is, have you is, been down there? Uh, just to the entrance, I haven't hung out. Apparently, it's crazy inside. It's it honestly, it it's kind of makes it's kind of nauseating. But there's kitchens and yeah, like yeah, beds well, and hotels. Dude, I've I've been down there, like deep down. And the defense bunker was for a nuclear war. Was that the idea? I think it was to hide three hundred diplomats in case of nuclear war. Yeah, but for like a month. That's how long they built this thing. For listeners, it's a uh, the the our prime minister John Diefenbaker built the defense bunker. To house, like Kamar said, 300. In case of a nuclear holocaust. Yes, it's just outside of Ottawa. But it's literally, I, I if you read up on it, it's it can only house them for a month. And then everyone. With food and supplies. That's it. And then, yeah, so, so if it's a real if it's a real emergency, they're fucked. And it was a big waste of money. Now it just sits there as a relic. That's the type of uh, play where you name it first. He's like, Diefenbunker, I got to do something with that. It's brilliant. And then he, you know, <laughs> yeah. works backwards. Which was first. You reverse engineer your fucking plan. Um, Simon, you want to go over the, uh, the... Oh, Simon, how was your week? My week. My week Sorry. was all right. Um, I had a crazy dream last night about having glass in my feet, in my toes, 
shards of glass in my toes. And as I was taking them out, they would get stuck in my fingers. And then I would have the shards of glass in my fingers. And then as soon as I got all the glass out of my fingers and my toes, I could then pull the giant splinters out of my nails, which was crazy. Like it was really realistic where it was like hurting me to pull these giant like toothpick sized splinters out. And then when that was all done, I found out that there was something like a piece of metal in the middle of each of my feet. And for some reason I had four feet, but I had to do that four times. I feel like you keep glazing over major parts of this dream (laughs) and then just... It was, it was fucked. I woke up this morning at like three o'clock and my feet hurt like a son of a bit. You know, I was having like those, what do you call it when uh, Jesus got the, you know, people think they were crucified. Yeah. And they get the, uh, yeah, yeah, the nail holes, whatever the fuck that's called. Anyways, stigmata, stigmata. Thank you, Kamar. So yeah, I woke up, I believe it's stigmata, (laughs) woke up all fucked up this morning, finally get back to sleep. And then the dogs start going crazy because my son rolled in at five. Whoa, that's not cool. That's past his curfew, eh? And then that's awesome. He's probably getting his dick sucked. Whatever. And (laughs) my dude. Wow. That is so unnecessary. Um, I apologize. Sorry. Sorry, son. I don't know how your family rolls. Well, not wow. that there's anything wrong. Oh, with wow. That. Here we go. I have a gay sister, so it's it's cool where I come from. Oh, listen to this guy. I think in his dream, he left out a bunch of animal sex. No, there was it, it really was all just about pulling shit out of my feet, and it was fucked up. How do you know your son came home at five? Because I woke up. And you had a talk with him? Well, I said, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, just well, time was, got away from he me. He was supposed to be sleeping at one of his buddy's house, and he said he couldn't sleep, so he just left. And I was like, whatever, man. You know, I, I what am I, what, I, I don't Blood know. test, drug test? Dude. What are you talking about? This guy used to smoke copious amounts of reefer in his parents' basement. Just, he can't do shit or say shit. I would never, you know what I mean? Well, I, you're just going to alienate him anyways. <laughs> But it's so stupid that I'm like trying to think in my head, what would he be doing? It, it, nothing makes any sense. I don't even want to know. That's Fair the, enough. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, That's how then, your week was? No. And as far as the Rogan this week, um, Chris Cresser. Well, let me say this. I'm the type of guy who. Hold on. Are we? Oh, so we're going to get into it? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm just going to say I'm the type of guy who if I have shitty food on my plate and good food. I always eat the shitty food first. That's just, I get rid of the crap first and I deal with the other stuff after. And it's very rare that I would ever walk away from a Rogan episode. I usually just get them done. And I had to walk away from Chris. Oh, what a pussy. Really? Yeah, it was terrible. What a pussy. If it was like seven episodes this week, I might've given you a pass. Oh no, I listened to it. I came back to it at the end. I just mean I fucked up my order. Guess we'll just rate it now. (laughs) No, no, you don't have to. Anyways. I mean, I think we did just discuss the episode. (laughs) Basically. Well, that's pretty much all the notes I had. So anyway, we'll get into it. Uh, Give us the rundown, Simon. How's your week, Matt? Yeah. Uh, My weeks are uneventful. Are you healed? No, of course around. not. No, God no. Just slow, slow heal. Oh, it'll be another month for sure. Oh shit! Yeah, just leaking out my nutsack. Mm-mm-mm. Nice. So uh, Josh Holm was number one. That number Joe Rogan number one? No, it was the first podcast of the week. <laughs> Isn't um, it homie? Is it homie? It was th- thirteen eighty-seven. Okay, uh, thirteen eighty-eight. Or Gary, as we should call him, <laughs> was Louis. Silo. Silo? Just, I, don't, I don't know well, how to pronounce it. his last Oh, I know how to pronounce it if I see it. Uh, 1389. 
Chris Cresser. Yep. The infamous Chris Cresser. And 1390, which fucking saved the week. Tim. Tim J. Dillon. Which I think was. Uh, it was first. It was prior to all these. It was. It was the second one recorded this week. I I told you guys because I saw his Instagram. Might have been a production idea. Uh, maybe this he knew week it was is a so week, shitty. Throw week, this in for some week. Laughs. Week. It was a week. Week. And really? You think I didn't even notice that. To, uh, I paid. I paid no attention. I have such strict screen time limits on Instagram and Reddit now that I can't get shit done on there. Well, so. if you pay attention to our thread. You would see that very early on we were saying who was coming. Well, as Kamar knows, I pay very little True. attention to yeah. our thread. Well, there you go. Um, all right. Well, let's start it off. Josh Homie. Is, is that what we're going with? Josh Homie? I think it's Josh Home. Homie's so much better. And I'm going with Josh Hom. Okay. <laughs> well, this is perfect. Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Um, all right. Well. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's rate the week. Oh, yeah. Fucking sure. morons. You'd think we'd done 100 of these or 50 of them. Kamar, we will start with you, sir. Because, I mean, you're supposed to write them in your book for continuity. No, I'm keeping them in here now because this stays here all the time. i got to get the fucking whiteboard. I just haven't left the house in two weeks. I think I think I would rate this week a 2.5. A 2.5, okay. Um, Seaman. I'm going to give this week a three. Yeah, it's real. you know, <coughs> my wheeze is just terrible. Throwing a throwing a point five or a zero on there really drags down the average. Really drags down the average. So I guess I. I mean, I guess it's a three. Yeah. No, I think you're right, Matt. I think I have to go two point five. And you're going three. Yeah, I'll go three. Yeah, I'm gonna give the other guys the benefit of the doubt, and I'm trying to turn over a new leaf of positivity for the new year. You do it. Trying to after this Josh Homie episode, I feel like. I'm going to put some positivity out there in the world this year, and we're going to see how that fucking flies. I like how he's talking about the new year already, and we're only in like uh, the end of November. It's because people that start that shit January 1st never fucking follow through. You got to start in December. That way you're already in By here. By March, you're able to begin. If you fail to plan, no. you plan to fail. That's it. Thanks, Kamar. Um, so Josh Homie. Josh Home. Yeah. I will say this. Um, and I get, it didn't really surprise me, but I said to you guys, I texted you guys saying, if he talks about Paris, it's going to be fucking heavy. And as much as, I mean, it would have been interesting to talk about. I'm sure that horse has been beaten to death. And I guess it's a pretty, he clearly has PTSD. I'd like to bring that up. And I don't think he's addressed it. From that event? Well, yes. I don't know what, if that's what he kept alluding to, but would never talk about, then I agree. Something was... Something had happened to that guy. Lead well, almost, singer of Queen of the Stone Age. He wasn't talking about it. And, uh, singer, Queen and the Stone death, Age. what is Pius. it, Eagles of Death Metal? No. Well, he's not the lead band. singer. Yeah, he's in that band. That's what. That's where the attack on the... Oh, I thought it happened to Queen of the Stone Age. And if I'm not mistaken, he is also a member of Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, which is a uh, cover band with uh, Fat Mike from No, no Effects. Effects. He's in, he, listen, like most musicians, he's got his hands in a lot of... Uh, a lot of pots. I love that band. Me first and the Gimme Gimme's. Anyway, point being, after that, it almost made me feel like maybe Joe wasn't aware that he was part of the... Possibly. Because like Joe was kind of like... Would that surprise you, Matt, that Joe didn't do his homework? Um, I mean, <laughs> listen, I'll say this. It would only surprise me because this was fucking major international news. Maybe they had discussed it beforehand, and Joe I get it. Just knew no, no. It was not- my point was not that not that it wasn't brought up. My point was that, like you alluded to, 
he kept kind of bringing up that there was this like cloud hanging over his head and Joe was kind of like, well, what could it be? Like, yeah. it felt like Joe was pressing. No. So it felt to me like maybe Joe was, that's why Joe was unaware, but maybe I'm wrong. It was four years ago. The attack was in Paris? Yeah. November 13th, 2015. And, and how many people died at that show? Because it was a... There were, 89. 89. Did you hear that, Simon? What? Yeah. 89 people died at the show. Including the group's merchandise manager. There you go. Okay, so now I'm a little fucked up because... So you didn't know about this, did you? Well, I knew because you had told me that somebody got killed at their show in Paris. No idea it was this many people, but now that I know that... Well, hold on. This is the craziest thing. It was part of a, an organized terrorist attack. There was four... I think it was four or five different areas in Paris that night while there was a PSG game going on. Four different areas around the stadium got attacked by with by dudes with like AK forty sevens, dude. But not the stadium, or and no, the they stadium. locked. I think they locked the stadium down. Eventually, is what I remember. But they made it into this queen. Uh, not the it's Eagles of Death Metal. That's the name of them. They made it into the show, and they just started gunning down. So yeah, of course that guy has to have crazy PTSD. Precisely. And how the fuck do they not talk about that? Thank you. Okay, so I'm not now that. Because you both kind of glazed over it. Because well, I, I thought, that, yeah, sorry. I, I, I also did not do my homework because that's nuts. That must be what he kept alluding to. And that's why how could he it has not this be? new outlook How could it not be? Life. But again, yeah. how could Joe... And I get it. Listen, I'm with you. If they establish pre, pre-thing, if he was like, listen, I don't want to talk about it. Then I, stop alluding to it because it just made that, it weird. So that's where I'm at. Is yeah. it, it felt like maybe he was trying to... Maybe he wanted to talk about it, but wanted Joe to bring it up. Subconsciously. Well, maybe it's one of those things, too, where you don't want to be the guy that's always talking about the thing you were part of. Did you know what happened to me in Paris? Exactly. Whereas if Joe brings it up, it's more organic. (laughs) The Gary thing was getting incessant to me. And I got to say this. Did I know neither of you picked up on this because I didn't text it to you, but did he not sound like a South Park character? I don't know what you mean by that. There I'm going to have to send you a clip. I'm, te- I'm telling you. It must you, be something very specific. No, the whole episode, I was sitting there going. I kept thinking, was he referring to Gary from the Gary and the other guy when no. they talk about uh, diets? No, Gary was just his go-to name at the start. and Because he's a natural comedian, a, this guy, Josh Alm. I think he thinks he's a natural well, comedian. Well, all musicians want to be comedians. All comedians want to be musicians. That's an old saying. But you know when guys are on stage and they crack jokes and stuff? Of course. Oh, always, always. He's that guy for sure. Like he. That was the part of this that I did not care for. I liked this episode. The funniest part about that too is it's such a biased crowd. Like they're obviously going to, they're there to fucking suck your dick. They're obviously going to laugh at, yeah. But it's just that banter you have when you're doing on tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just always having to crack wise and stuff. It comes out. I hardcore. came over, uh, uh, Matt and I were talking at some point and I was like, oh, did you listen to that one? You must have loved it. Cause I just assumed, you know, Matt and musicians, musicians. And he like threw me for a total loop. No, no, no. Hold on. I really like this episode. I just, I, there were some things that, uh, were a bit off putting about him to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so it wasn't, listen, I thought content wise, con- fuck off content wise. I thought it was a good, a great episode for sure. I thought he had some really kind of poignant things to say at some points, whether he even knew he was doing it or not. You know. Well, again, I think this guy nearly lost his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and listen, now that I know all of that, this episode kind of just makes more sense. And there were hostages. It was a hostage about. scenario, too, Simon. Three of the MAB members got out and two were stuck there. That's what, Yeah, 
Like there was there was gunmen holding people hostage and the police fucking dude, that, that, it's fucking bomb. We've got to say Joe dropped the ball, but it could have been. Let's not. It could have been go yeah, there. Disgusting persona non grata. Uh, yeah. Either way, we'll get into some of the better. He points never. Um, he has so many musicians on. It just got me thinking how in the whole history of JRE, there's been so few actors who have been on. Because I don't think actors give good interviews cause because they're, they're, they're on. soulless lizard people. They're mirrors. I disagree. I feel like there's so many actors that would be incredible on. So what do you think the deal is? What is it just a bias Joe has against them? Or did he, he get that burned before? once or twice? No, but he's always said actors are so weird. Vapid. Like, even you know. just like Brian Callen's weird sometimes. We like him. No, he's a comedian. Yeah, no, no. He's I totally, I totally, I totally agree. But like, you don't think Seth Rogen could go on and just I have? I think a, he would be amazing. I, think I guess right. it really depends on the actor, right? Like, if you get one of these, um, like even a Gary Oldman, I feel like would be an incredible ah, guest. That'd be amazing. Uh, you would think that these guys would be fucking brilliant. Like, here's the thing: someone like Daniel Day Lewis, I could see being an awful guest. I bet he would be a great guest too. Well, I mean, if they want to talk about cobbling shoes for fucking three hours, no, maybe. it's got to be just talking about there will be blood or something. Like, it's hard to just go all over the place. You know? The ones I think, who, I who like, I could see, you know, like he doesn't want to have Chandler Bing on. You know what I mean? Like, there are some. Matthew Perry is his name. He's Canadian. Dudes out there who probably sarcasm. don't have a lot of interesting things to say, you know. But even them, even these guys, just their story of having to go through Hollywood would be interesting. But as far as a dirty boot musician artist this guy is the real mccoy you know what i mean you guys probably too young or just weren't into it but caius was heavy and i didn't realize he was 14 when he started that band i don't know i've never i'd never heard of them when he was well, i'll play some you know you're me. only two years older than me right yeah well so when i was 14 you were all 12 right. All, right. all right i remember because <laughs> sure. when i was hanging out on Kaleeb, all the french uh, snowboarder guys they all listened to Caius and stuff and it was gotcha that tells you everything you need to know maddie denny you, you Bansour, yeah. Denis, Terry, all of them. But, um, if you look at sort of the, how soft most music was, this was just heavy music. Would not be on radio, would not be on anything. And he's always beat to his own drum sort of thing. I, I have a lot of respect for him as an artist. I'll say this. I knew he'd be a good guest because of how he treated Nardwar. That's kind of like my bar for musicians. Most underrated music journalist in the world. Yes and no. We could have I, a, we could I have hate a, him. What? He's well, the guy who wore the kilt and the hat? Is yeah. that that dude? Still, yeah. I'll say this, Kamar. My problem is that he doesn't ask questions. He just comes just gives them gifts. He just comes with knowledge and gifts. Keep in mind, it blows them away that they're like, how is this guy this good at his job? How does he figure this stuff out? But if you think about it as far as he gives you the answer that you want from them. Yeah, I think it's a unique style. And I agree. the genuine... How the hell did you yeah. know this yeah, yeah. from the people? Is what I mean, Pharrell's, the Pharrell's Nardwar interview is fucking... Even Snoop Dogg. Like, but Pharrell was the one. Especially with rappers where they come... Well, Pharrell's a cool guy, though. Yeah. But I've seen some people who go in Nardwar and like, okay, buddy. Like, Kid Cudi walked out. He was a fucking total... Dick. And that's the thing is like, that's what I was saying is if someone's chill to Nardwar, then I'm in my head, I'm like, they're going to be a good person because they was, get the shtick. You know what I mean? Good, like, and you think Kid Cudi is a dick? Yeah, I do, yeah. He was I probably all high on coke and stuff at that time. Didn't have time for Nardware. Did he do the do-do-do-do-do? No, he wouldn't. He walked out. No, Josh Alm. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, he think I think he fucked with Nardware a bit first, but in like a playful way, but I'm, I think he did the do-do. Coolest ginger I've ever met in my life. Never met him, but <laughs> I feel like you meet someone on Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You can smoke in the studio. Simon, doesn't that give you hope that if we ever get on the show, you can just sit there and hack darts? I think I might not, though. I don't know. Um, wow, why? Um, I'd light a cigarette in there. Just because fuck it. But we knew that already. I knew that you could... Because of uh, Stanhope, he put in that whole uh, fucking Air filtration filter machine. System. I thought that was in the old one. I never even thought about no, it in the I new just one. Wow, Chico's just loving it, you. Bring it to the new one. What's up, buddy? You know what's a crazy idea that they talked about is um, Civil War. Not the idea that there's going to be a civil war, which there very might possibly be, but the old civil war, the one that already happened. The U.S. civil war you're talking about, because there's been a... Yeah, yeah, sorry. But any civil war where you have two factions of the same population fighting each other and they could very well be people you knew or know or... Like, how fucked up is that? For real, well, It's you like know? Vladi Divac and... Uh... Mm-hmm. The, the week after and, the war. Uh, the other basketball player Baylor there? and Stoyakovich. Yeah. It wasn't Stoyakovich, though. It was someone we, else. We went through yeah, the yeah, we did Petrovich. go through Ginobili. No, no. not Ginobili. <laughs> Stoyak- that's that's who I was looking for. Stoyakovich is the one. It's crazy that you say Stoyakovich because that's the one that I was trying to think of the whole time but couldn't get to. Either way. Petrovich. That's your Ginobili. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the Congo has the longest. Currently, they have the longest and I believe the second bloodiest civil war in, on on the books still going on and it's also that we can have our cell phones yeah but more to the point is that you know if there is a new civil war and you you really see that you can have friends who are your good buddies who have totally different political views than you do and that could land you on opposite ends of a musket well not a musket anymore but you know what i'm saying i think that's the idea is that we've civilized the idea is kind of that. Have we, Matt? Mm, like I believe we have. Like when you look at the fucking ire that goes on on the internet, and that's you know discussion without guns. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just that though. It's just I, I think. Listen, the internet is a weird place because you know full well that people who aren't in front of you and know that they'll never have to answer to you will say some wild shit that they would absolutely never say to your face. Yo, no, absolutely. Right, the same kind of way that when you carry a gun around, you might be more likely to say things that, you know. Sure. It's like there's this YouTuber called African Rebel. I think I've showed him to you. All he does is fuck with racist kids on Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible because, like, you see these kids go from, like, dropping the N-bomb freely to him being like, this is where you live. I'm coming there. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, whoa, uh, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm really sorry the best is the one you just told me about which is he sent the text chain to the guy's mom on facebook yeah he, he hacks into the guy's facebook and then sends his mom like i hear my son when he's playing his games and they're swearing and which is normal you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i get it i i played video games we used to play fucking um uh double dragon in the arcade of course. and i would get so mad at my buddy that we would like start fighting of course i can't at the video game you know <laughs> Anyways, my son point was, if I ever heard him saying anything, you know, that didn't sound like it was good kind of banter. banter, I would fucking be down there and I would take him off right away. But that hasn't happened yet. Again, I only hear what I hear, you know what I mean? But I would hope that I've, you know, raised my son well enough that he isn't dropping end bombs. Kamar, what's going on with your mic there? What's going on with the mic? Can you hear me? No. Nope. Can't hear Kamar. What's going on? No, it's still, but it's probably nothing to do there and something to do with your connection. Well, first of all, why don't you talk directly into the mic? Hello, hello. 
That's so weird. We lost Kamar. Okay. I just noticed that. I can hear you guys. But maybe it's something to do with your connection, not that connection. No, no. We definitely lost Kamar because I'm not getting any fucking levels here. Say something else, Kamar. Oh, you're unplugging. Hello, 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 hello. No. No. So weird. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Technical difficulties. What the fuck is going on here? You want me to keep talking, or you? But want it, to, there, uh, I'm no, back now. He's back. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking weird. It just went away. I, like, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't sure. We're like, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I, was no. sort of well, I was even gonna. I was even gonna adjust your mic because you should have it more like pointed at you, like a dick. Act like you know. You yeah, have it like more flaccid at you. You have it like a full erect. There you go. That's well. That was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Back to Josh, homie. Uh, home. Well, back to the Civil War thing. You could have someone you almost tried to kill. They tried to kill you. And the next week, you just got to be like, crazy war, eh, Joe? We're all one gov again. (laughs) But if you think about the U.S., that's kind of why they are the way they are today. Because they had the Civil War that kind of went unfucking. Instead of everyone on one side dying, they were like, all right, well, let's just kind of live one side and the other. You know what I mean? Isn't that what always happens no matter what the war, be it civil war or normal war? mm -hmm. Like, you know, those people get... Back in the day, one side just got wiped out. into the population. No, but the whole side didn't get wiped out. That's the point. Lots of people surrendered, and then they would just start living. And you go back to bygones. There would always be dissent. I get it, what you're saying, though, Matt. The dissent is so much more when... But that's what I was saying is a lot of those kings used to kill everyone because of just that. It's like the Vito Corleone thing. It's like, like, why are you killing Vito Corleone? Because when this kid gets right now, he's eight. But when he's 25, for sure, he's going to come back and try to kill me. Got a nip in the bud. It's like I saw in Nature's Metal the other day, a fucking zebra trying to drown another zebra's zebra's kid. kid. Like, and I'm just horrible, man. Horrible. Nature is But you watched the whole thing. No, I did not. The second I found out what was actually happening. It did? Yeah. Good for that zebra. I was like, how do you not watch? Well, in my head, that was one dead zebra. Oh, it's crazy. I know nature's. So, um, I don't want to bring this up again, but because Joe brought it up again, he really wants everybody to read that book. Yeah, uh, about the Cherokees. Empire of the Summer Moon. Yeah, we okay. know Simon. So that's the book club book for the month. Yeah, there'll, there'll be a he test. Has to drop that in every episode. Oh, he does or he steer ever. everything into he's, that way? He's really keen on it, man. But it sounds like a fucking wicked story. I mean, listen, all the tales of tales, <laughs> all the history of what happened here before is fucking cool, man. Well, actually, speaking of ancient civilizations, that was the coolest thing when Josh Om started talking about uh, Mexico. Yeah. Was it Tulum or I don't remember? No, it was uh, Teotihuacan. <laughs> but uh, I had to go look at that stuff up. That is underrated compared to the... Uh, the love the pyramids get, I find. Well, I told you, Teotihuacan has, it was mathematically built so that on the summer and winter solstice, the shadow that... Isn't he talking about the Chichen Itza? Isn't that what you're talking about? No, I think it's Teotihuacan. Okay. I believe that is a, that's you, a, that is another one though. Just on the it. summer solstice, it looks like a snake comes down the pyramid. You, you know what the, I'm saying? As the, the sun, sh- the shadow. The shadow, yeah. Like it, it's... And when he was talking, I had forgotten this. I, I knew this, but I had forgotten it. That one part of uh, the square, it's the perfect sound system, natural sound system. 
Yeah, that you can walk like you, if you stand on a certain spot, you can talk at a normal on this level. One mound. So if you're giving like a, if you're or, or if you're talking to a three hundred thousand people, they can right. all well, hear you without you yelling. That's what also freaked me out. They were saying it was two hundred thousand. And people then you there. wonder, okay, so did they find this spot and build this whole structure around it, or you know what I'm saying? That'd be a tough call to do that. What well, a dicey scenario, cool, too. Man. Imagine talking to three hundred thousand people. You got to make sure. Everything you say is what they want to hear. Where you don't know what days are well, or the, the the sun is or well, anything. I mean, These are people that were so afraid of you, Matt. It didn't matter what you said. Like you, you, don't, you don't think they were advanced? No, I think they were. Well, here's the thing: the people who lived before the Mayans or before the um, Aztecs, I think, were extremely advanced i think by the time they came around they were still super advanced but they, it was a lot of war it was a lot of uh human sacrifice that the violence just escalated to i think they lost the script i think somewhere in the the switch over of knowledge there was a reset sort of thing it would have been like the flood <laughs> and some of the people survived and were able to pass along the knowledge but like the bible I'm sure, you know, where they thought a sacrifice of knowledge turned into a sacrifice of virgin, you know what I mean? And then 80,000 people die in one day. Was it the people before or after who were playing soccer with the human heads? It was these people. Because you see, that seems like a... This is, this is the... Regression. Right, exactly. And we know too, and I know I say this all the time, but they built their shit on top of pre-existing shit. So we know Which makes the mystery even more. Well, we, the blocks that it was built on were bigger than the blocks they used. They were moving bigger shit further back in time. I don't know, whatever, man. And then when you go and look at some of the, um, some of the cuts of the stone, like I was just looking at, uh, cause I really, I know I'm probably never going to get there, but I really want to go to Machu Picchu. And behind Machu, of course, you're never going to get there. Behind, it's drivable. Behind <laughs> Machu Picchu is um, this other. I guess there's a lot of shit around there, but I was looking at this other monolithic site, and it's this giant stone, and they incorporated it into the like roof of the structure. And you look at some of the fucking cuts, man, on the stone, and they are like, it. It literally boggles the mind where you're like, okay. If this wasn't some sort of laser, which fine, I, I'm willing to uh, accept that they had some other tool we didn't understand, but what the fuck was it? Because it is, it is as good a cut as anything you will see today. I never look at cuts, ever, <laughs> today or, or I've never Dude, I'll ones. have to show you some of them because, it, no, it really, no, it, it's, it's. Let's show me a good cut today. Just okay. So I can see well, it. any stair, any marble staircase, marble, any, okay. you know, countertop clean cut countertop think of any think of what like uh, johnny hoff does you know in the backyards like those are all clean cuts what's interesting stone is stone mason that sort of cut can be done with water right water and a saw absolutely mm -hmm. but they don't even think they had that back then kamar like they think they were using they fucking... didn't even have water back then kamar <laughs> what an asshole they always had water. I'm not falling for that one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kamar. They, they talked also about like the mass slaughter that would happen. You know, like 50 troops would kill 1,000 people, just hacking them in a day and stuff. Well, uh, 80,000 people in one day got sacrificed after the making of one of these pyramids. That'd be a bloody Sunday. And apparently they knew like that was part of the deal. You know, it was... 
they weren't even sure that they were slaves. It was like they they thought it was uh, good catch, Kamar. You know, get them to heaven or whatever the fuck you know, and that was just part of it. I would spend my life building this thing, and then I die in sacrifice. I feel like if there was an end, that was the beginning, and it was pretty early on in mankind. But the first, the first person to enslave another person, I feel like it was really all downhill from there. Do like you, once someone figured out, like, do you not think that happened in like prehistoric time, uh, Neanderthal man? Like, I, I, I'm not looking to argue with you. I'm genuinely yeah, thinking. I would have here. to say that without language, it would be tough to enslave people. I mean, it, you, you don't think that there would always be people who were a little different than other people, and just you know, if they were weaker, they were. I think there were people that were probably more dominant. But as far as like straight up slavery, like you work for me now, bitch. I think you need language for that. I, I'm most likely wrong on this. Like, I'm sure some. I think you probably just need weapons. Yeah, but again, like, I, I don't know. Because you wouldn't be able to tell them what to do. Is that what you're getting stuck on? Well, kind of. I mean, there's that too, but I, I don't know. But I truly feel like that was, uh, yeah, we've never figured that one out. <coughs> like, it's one thing that still exists to this day. You know, it was another cool... Uh, War and conflict? <laughs> no, slavery. Even more so to me. Well, I think that all goes hand in hand. War, conflict, slavery. No, because there's slavery where there's no war and conflict. So it doesn't necessarily go hand in hand. I'm with you. If the, if, if it, I, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, if there was only slavery in war-torn countries, then we could be like, okay, hey, we have a start. But the mm. fact that very developed countries basically have it including the states i mean if you look at the the 13th amendment and all that sort of joe was even saying there's more slavery right now in the world than there ever has been in the history of time there's also more people crazy sorry go ahead matt well i was just gonna say that number is inflated because there's exponentially more people and i'm not sure that could possibly be right because let's just i don't think that necessarily it was slaves who built the pyramids but just by those numbers alone I mean, you have to define a slave too. a lot of people. There's a lot of seriously right wing people that are like, if some, if you're getting paid anything, then you're not a slave. I don't buy that. Don't look at like, well, no, that I I would have to agree. Uh, no, really? No, 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 no. I was, no, I got to think about this for on the way over here. They're saying in China, there's uh, these prison camps or whatever they, they call them uh, educational centers with a million Muslims called Uyghurs in China right now who are being, they have to denounce Muslim and all this stuff, but I mean, th- those are sort of slaves. Do they get paid? No. Well, this is what we're, uh, that was what But that's a million that they know of that everyone's like, what the fuck's going oh, on here? So, right, just by a numbers game. This is the thing, Simon. It might be a small people. percentage of the world's population, but there's more uh-huh, of them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It doesn't matter if your chain is 10 feet or 100 feet, you're still bound by a chain. My point is, if you're making 10 cents an hour, and I'm the guy in the city that owns everything, including the factory that you work at, then in a way you're a slave anyway, because you can sit there and say, well, I'm making money. And that's my argument. Well, is like, if you want to look at it that way, Matt, then if the chain can be one foot or a hundred foot and we're all going to work every day, then you know what I mean? Like define. Well, yes and no. Slave. Because, well, no, because well, <laughs> we're all sure. slaves to commerce. Well, yes, we are. Just with a really, 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 really long chain. Well, I would agree, but there's some people that seem to be free of that. It's just about Uber rich. (laughs) Right. If you got all the money. (laughs) Well, not even all the money. What I'm saying is if you get, like, you could argue that if you make fucking a couple hundred grand a year, then you only have to work for a few years and then you have that freedom to do whatever. So it's like, I don't know. 
Yes, we're all slaves to a degree for sure. There's taxes, so mm-hmm. you got to yeah. pay the piper. Yeah, no, I was just I was just fucking around. Um, another really cool innovation that they had at Teotihuacan was the stargazing pools. So in order to, yeah, to map the stars, they would use the. Pool. You gotta look Those down to all look just, up. All just really cool shit, man. Like I was, uh, I was showing my son something the other day. It was a picture I saw on um, Reddit. Maybe it was some crazy uh pool like some special pool in ancient times and the staircase to get down was like it was 700 different staircases you know it was crazy and then i said to him you know what something was super special about that pool because look at what they did to get down there look at the ceremony that was and i have no idea what it was but the fact that they were willing to expend that type of time and have you ever been to Vancouver? Manpower, you know? I thought you were going to say your son out of the ether brought, gave you the answer. Have you ever been nope. to Vancouver, Simon? He did not. I have never been to Vancouver, no. Nope. Because Wreck Beach, it's like a, what seems like a fucking 10-mile trek up 10 miles worth of stairs just to get to the beach. So sometimes it's just a beautiful place. And sometimes people just do stuff to do it. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. I mean, especially when you have nothing but time. Uh, and you're not doing the work. Well, no, even if you are. No, but these guys weren't, is well, my sure. point. They had I mean, that's even slaves yeah. to do it or whatever. Yeah. But again, I would just, I don't know. I feel like uh, whether rightly or wrongly, they thought that that pool had some significance. And it might have been nothing. That Maybe it was just a really nice place to take a swim. And over time... You know, it became a holy place. Like, I'm sure that's how all that should happen. You know, everywhere a church is built, it was just some rock some dude liked to sit on. Yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. Another place where they can extract money from the population. <laughs> it's $5 to sit on my rock. Did you guys, uh, I'm sure you have, I forget the name of the movie. They talked about the how weird it is that the Dalai Lama is a child. Like, they'll find the next Dalai Seven Lama. years in Tibet? No, it was, uh, was it Empire of the Sun? No, that was not about that. That's a war movie, That's an right? excellent movie, though, with Christian Bale. You're There's sure another movie. Seven Years in Tibet? Well, Seven Brad Years Pitt? in Tibet. It was much earlier than okay. that. It was... Uh, I'm the Last think, Emperor? Oh, the Last Emperor, maybe. But also Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. That's that better. Was, uh, I, I, I want the knife. But that is a really fucking crazy idea, like when you think about that. <laughs> and right? who are those guys qualified to... No, but it's the Bible. It's the same thing over again. I'm, I'm not saying it's the Bible. I'm saying... We're just taking the word of somebody else. No, but they got to walk in and see five butterflies on his head and says, oh my God, this is the, it can't just be eating, meaning, miny, mo. that's the Dalai Lama. Well, I think it's like, um, there are a certain amount of people who are picked each year and they go and they have tests, but come on, do you really think, come on, do you really think that test has to do with, uh, butterflies landing on people's heads? Like, no, come I just on, got man. butterflies on the brain. It probably wake up, Kamar. More likely. <laughs> you know what? Sorry. <laughs> he smiles when everyone cries or something. I don't know. Or maybe his dad is a, a powerful up in the llama world, you know? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Matt's checking his bed. Do you, do you remember, um, Golden Child, though, that was... Uh, I do, I do. That I was, do. like, right in the height of Eddie Murphy's uh, famedom. He could do no wrong. No. But anyway, I mean, that was, was a Was it a good movie? movie? I don't remember. I, I think for our teenager kids, it's an amazing movie. I don't know if it's a piece of cinematic probably genius. doesn't Probably doesn't hold up. It's no Irishman. 
Oh, mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait. But it's just funny, corny jokes and stuff, which you like to see. And Eddie Murphy's just so animated. The whole funny part of the golden child is all the things he has to do to get the knife. Oh, that's right. The, a bunch the of challenges test. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember that scene. Um, and I think he has a ponytail. <laughs> that's always what, funny. Do you? I started thinking about this. So we know that a lot of the history that we read about may or may not be correct i'm lost now simon i don't know what history is it's all well, yeah it should as, just be his theories well the winner's theories like we know the winner that, makes right? winner that, writes history that's history. crazy so when you think about that when you really sit down and think about the winner writing history we are probably getting so little of the actual story which then leads me to think about horses okay <laughs> Do we really think that they didn't have horses here till Europeans? I mean, this time in Mexico, like no, 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 in North America. <laughs> okay, um, because we're saying or or the, the First Nations, the very the right. What's the, the tribe he called? The Comanche. I think he said they were the like one of the most brutal from his learnings. They were running stuff without horses prior right. to contact. Right, and and we know that because. Someone told you. Somebody the told wrote you. about it. Like, no. no, this is what I'm asking. Or do, I like do, we did their road about do it. We, <laughs> do we know that because they never find any bones of horses before a certain time? I'm offended that you're asking me. Like, think I'm gonna I, don't, I, don't think I, be, I don't think I believe it. You think there's horses? Okay, but how about this? What is the motivation to omit that? Yeah, well, who's who, it makes what it conglomerates seem like hiding that? It makes it seem like they were dumb natives who couldn't do anything until the Europeans arrived with their fancy horses and you know? fancy diseases because that's what killed them the most, I think. Smallpox or something that was brought over. Yeah, and you know what, Kamar? That very well may be true or it may not. But Simon, I'm agreeing with Kamar the here. Winners. Who Who is covering up this whole like, can we talk about Josh Holm for a sec, maybe? This was what they, they talked about. Oh, okay, sorry, okay, my bad. Fuck with me, oh, Maddie. Wow. It is, it, I, I know we don't say his name, but all this yeah. is what they're yeah, yeah, talking yeah. Okay, about. We fine, haven't mentioned enough. Homie, yeah, yeah. but this was all him. He was great. Um, he was great. Yeah, who's, everything who's covering up about. that there weren't horses? Like, what? who has something to gain by... Like I said, the people who are trying to make you think that it was stupid... Um, natives living here who couldn't do anything but hunt and gather when really we know that there were giant cities and and if we know that and we know they've been but hiding Simon, that they're saying us, there was no and, horses here I'm here, the motivation for that is that justifies how we treated them that too we could just wipe them off the face of the earth because they were nothing but I'm not stupid saying natives. that I believe that I'm just saying that because that there was be. no horses here when we got here again, I don't understand your no, logic no yeah, again it's just another what if they rode buffaloes maybe Kamar Maybe. I have a feeling it's a lot harder to tame and get on the back of a buffalo and get it to go where you want. Well, if you're a buffalo whisperer. You'd have to be someone who's like a zoologist or something. You know what I mean? Maybe we, maybe there's a route of history that has no winners in it or as much that would tell you the entomology of horses. That doesn't work, but the, the history of horses. The entomology like, of horses. Places. My favorite part in this was... Now, they were talking about cars, and I was not interested in that. But this guy still has this, his first car, yeah, which is a really cool thing. And at one point, Joe sounds his car, and he's like, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you could just take it in and get the catalytic converter uh, 
modified and uh, lower emissions. He goes, why would he do that? <laughs> he just didn't care. Yeah. He, he didn't care about the environment. Why would I do that? He was like, I, I'm sure companies should fix the environment, but I'm not about to change my car. And yeah. some guy drove up to him and went, P-U. Yeah. We're living in that kind of world. That's a civil war move. Well, that guy ain't going to last long in the civil war. Not in a Prius. <laughs> That's that West Coast mentality. Actually, though. I mean, you know. And this guy drives a motorcycle sans helmet. Well, that's just fucking retarded. No, that's rock and roll, I think, now. That's no, because you can get a rock and roll helmet, you know? One of those, um, you know, the skull cap ones. He's just a busty, do- busty, dusty boot rock and roll man. Like, Listen, I get it. I just don't understand why you would ever, whatever. I would love to drive a motorcycle, ride a motorcycle. With a helmet or without? Oh, with a helmet. I, I, I have a better chance of getting to Machu Picchu than I do of riding a motorcycle. Well, you've already sort of rode a Vespa. So no, that's what I mean. I, I, I'm with the wind in your hair. So, so scared. <laughs> you know that side you know? of it. So life. scared. But I would love it. This, I, I love the idea of it. Josh Om has done it all. <laughs> Made a family. Done all the drugs. Wrote all the wicked songs. Oh, yeah. Has all the respect. Doesn't give a fuck about critics. No. Or anything like that. He's uh, to be admired. And I, I was looking forward to this. And it did not disappoint me. You know what was? Uh, sorry, did you want to wrap this up? That sounded like a uh, no. I yeah, just, Kamar was clearly putting a bow on this thing. <laughs> no, wrapping up the Christmas we, gift. We we've hit on a lot of things, and it's I'm just Detroit. Sort of Detroit's losing. Ref- he's all he's agitated. Look, <laughs> no, I'm reflecting. Yeah. <laughs> Where did it all go wrong? Have you guys watched those praying mantis videos of them eating bugs, the stuff? hummingbird, and the uh, there's no. one of a mouse? It is fucked, man. Nature's metal. Yeah, I mean, well, they again, Matt. They talked about it. Yeah, but, I know uh, the giant uh, bugs. But how are you supposed to pick a side? Explain. Well, do you care for the bug? Do you care for the praying mantis? Like both of them are creepy. If you saw, I'd kill it. Okay, a pray. <laughs> There's not one I'm praying, going for the other. A one. praying mantis is a bug. Uh, and a hummingbird is a bird. I thought you were talking and about. And a mouse is a mouse. Venus flytraps. Oh, I see. No. My bad. And, and still, okay, so the mouse. Listen, if a Venus flytrap ate a mouse, I would find that to be fucking incredible. There, there is that, though. There are plants that. Yeah, eat. well, we have these plants up at the cottage. They um, only grow in this one spot. They're pitcher plants. Mm-hmm. And they catch like frogs in them and bugs. They're just, they look like a pitcher. The thing goes inside because it has something sweet yeah, the in it. Yeah, slippery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they are a carnivorous plant. And they're it not like down, they're not like a it? Venus flytrap that is literally the head off hunting. The fucking, yeah. Uh, yeah, but no. Are you with me now, Kamar? Uh, praying s- mantis hangs out by the nest of the hummingbird, wait or by the flower, waits for it to go eat, and then fucking grabs it and bites its fucking head off. Would you rather get bitten by a praying mantis or a scorpion? A praying mantis. I think scorpions are poisonous. I don't know if they're all poisonous. I saw a girl get bit by a well, he scorpion. Got bit, he got bit by a scorpion. Well, he did too, yeah. and he, yeah. he said there's two types. There's one type that's like a burning thing, and there's the other type like you got to go to the hospital. But that's desert living. Hard on his desert living. Fuck that. It's like Australia. They've got bugs. You have to check your fucking shoes all the time and you, shit. You should. Fuck that. But I think if you grow up there, it's just it's normalized. No, of course. And Listen, people I get talking it. about it because I live there. Like it, I just I, I I saw snakes. I saw crazy spiders. Sometimes I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> but 
it it wasn't I don't know, I never got bit by anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm sure if you grow up with it, it's normalized. You, you never and see I, squirrels. You're like, what are these things running around all I time? was also going to say, I'm sure if you grow up in Sydney or Melbourne, it's like more... A little more tame. Little yeah, more tame. of course. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you grow up in the fucking outback, I bet it's a goddamn... Who knows? Especially with the conditions of no water. You're at an opposite disadvantage of our next guest. Mm-hmm. Again, he's trying to... Push. He really is. Yeah, <laughs> Kamar is done with homie. So that fucking dingus who walked across the edge of Antarctica there is Our friend. now he's gonna die rowing somewhere like no. Let's make sure we clarify. He just traversed the edge, a corner, he, the edge he of Antarctica. He did not cross Antarctica. He just walked for a while and then stopped walking because. It, but there's lots of more walking. Well, he never got to the ice wall, Kamar. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> yeah. And now he's going to canoe across or. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can't say this any more uh, vehemently. Fuck Alex Hanold. But I remember. Hamhold. I remember. Oh, no. You're, you're skipping onto the rock climber now. Well, it's two stupid things. But it ba- seemed like a good But back segue. to the guy that traversed Antarctica. I okay, remember sorry. when we covered him. Yeah. Hated him. Your thing was. All I have written down here is why. And that's what Joe said in this episode. Yeah. And that's what I said about Hamhold too is why. Well, he does it because he's trying to feel right. Cause he has got some, cause he's dead inside, he's dead inside. And he's well, such his a dad dick had to his Asperger's and shit. Oh yeah. I watched the movie this week and he's, a he's fucking, such a dick to his oh, girlfriend. He's eh? just such a, yeah. And she's so nice. Like yeah. she's so trying to be there for her. She's like, okay, if you just want to go lose your life quietly tonight, that's cool. I get it. Like, just don't, you don't have to involve me at all. Yeah, don't wake me up on your way back in or yeah. not. And he's like, stop crowding me, babe. Stop crowding me. Yeah. They live in a tiny little truck by the mountain. Like, stop crowding me. And she's hot. Treat him mean. Keep him keen. <clears throat> no, he's trying to feel something. That's why he rock climbs, I think. Well, what's crazy, too, is he does it, and then he he climbs the craziest thing ever, and then goes down and hangs in his van by his fingers for hours like a fucking maniac like an asshole i agree with joe though my palms get immediately sweaty watching that shit even someone four stories up sure i'm so angry watching that the whole time like i'm enraged but it's like those dudes on the it's like those dudes on top of the buildings and shit oh i hate it like oleg cricket and the guy like the guy in dubai the russians oh fuck all that yeah beer kiss and also that uh <laughs> say some more russian names matt that that dimitri that documentary um Slovedan. that uh documentary is well shot and it's crazy that the guy's got like okay i'm gonna do it they all gotta go set up all over the place they could die in some of those spots setting up or whatever fall off you know what i mean and then he's like ah no i'm not doing it i'm not into it got, okay. got a bad bad juju on that one well it's crazy it's, yeah, he, selfish. it's crazy when he quits that first morning he's like an like a half hour in and the, that jimmy guy's at the top he's just like yeah jimmy he's not doing it today and he, he's just at the top of the mountain like motherfucker <laughs> yeah, like, well yeah it's 5 a.m and you're like what let's do this and then he's even a prick about that you know, guys, I could just go and do this on my own anytime. He probably did it on his own three times before that, just to like, because he's that kind of dickhead. That, that really kind of guy. is such a prick thing to say, though, as these guys are risking their lives filming this whole thing. Not to mention, hold on, this Jimmy guy too, that Asian guy that shot the thing, he directed it. It's not just like he put a lot of his time and life into that. And they're stressed out because any day he could die. <laughs> like, well, this is happening. But also, that's the big payoff. <laughs> 
They're like, if he if does you... go, this movie shoots to the fucking top. Mm. I just was so, what's so hectic to me is when he's at the very top and how casually is climbing even like what looks easy. That's I was what like, happens Dude. when you're dead inside. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, fucking ham hold. What do you guys think? Um, they were talking about that woman who channels Abraham. Yeah, I didn't know who they were talking about, nor did it, I look her up. It doesn't matter. But my question is, are you able to... So let's say there's somebody who believes in ghosts, okay? They believe that they can channel a person. But the shit they say really resonates with you for whatever reason. It's, it makes sense. It, are you able to separate those two things, or are you just automatically... Um, put off by the fact that they may believe in Bigfoot or something. You know, you know what I mean? Well, that's what happened to this guy. In my interpretation, he said he was driving and this thing just came on. Like he was even searching it out. And 45 minutes later, he's like enveloped with it. So mm-hmm. obviously, well, I'm not, I'm asking you though. Well, Simon, think about oh, okay. it. Okay. What I'm trying to say is if he, this is sold to me, I'm going to be way more skeptical than if I just fall upon it. If you push on me that this is, listen, this person, they see people or they, they see ghosts or they're clairvoyant or whatever. I don't I, think that was the question. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily asking if you believe in ghosts. You or say not. why I dismiss What he's it. saying is if someone believe, if someone is like, I believe in ghosts and I've seen ghosts, but then they say something incredibly poignant, are you able to separate the fact that they've said something incredibly poignant, but they're fucking maybe a little wackadoo? Thank you, Matt. 100%. I mean, Simon, think about it like this. We we quote Hitler all the time. He has one very famous quote that we still quote to this day. Go on. Oh, I thought you, okay. 100% I'm able to separate. What's the quote? Well, he cut me off there. It's the, uh, it's, uh, they're more likely to, the bigger the lie, the more likely they are to believe it. Okay. I don't think I've ever used that before, but okay. Well, yeah, you're a Jew, so you probably wouldn't. Yeah, that's just that in your lexicon? Yeah, well, I'm sure. just saying it's uh, the point is this is we oft we quote it even though he's a terrible person because the quote, well, a it plays into what terrible shit he did, but you know what I'm saying is we all we constantly do it. You constantly take whatever good you want out of something that someone said and separate it from who they are as a person. I guess though it depends on. I bet Epstein said some fucking the egregiousness shit. of what they believe. You know what I'm saying? That influences. I wish or not I had a Mel Gibson to, quote right now that I could have slipped in there. Well, I think it's easy. Hey, bitch, suck my dick. Go fucking get in the hot tub. I meant from the art, but no, um, I can separate freedom. It. I can separate it, Simon. Yeah, I mean, especially what he's saying. He's like, listen, I get it. She's trying to channel someone. But he's like, I took what she was saying and plucked the positive out of it. And then I just tried to live that. Well, this one is a very interesting example because the information that you're getting from this lady is coming from Abraham. So, you know, somebody channeling somebody, that's even harder to take, uh, put the distance between because that person is actually believing that they're channeling somebody and the information that's coming is coming from the person they believe they are channeling. I'm not saying I can't do it, but I think that's a much harder thing than somebody, you know, doing something shitty or saying something shitty and you being able to see some good in something else they've done. But think about it like this. If you're a smart person and someone, you hear something and then you find and and you take whatever you heard 
and it really changes your life. And then you come to find out that that thing you heard was someone channeling someone else named like whatever the fuck, but it's changed your life. And you're not, you haven't followed them in a culty way or any religious way. You just, you took whatever, you know, words they said and you interpreted them and it, it changed your life. Like, I don't, I don't know. Does it really matter at that point? Do you feel like it discredited him when he started talking about it? No, I absolutely do not. I thought for sure that you two would think that. I, I, I had no. a twinge. I had a twinge, but... I mean, to me... It, I didn't say this guy's wacko and now all his music's bad. To me, it's like, who the fuck knows where you're going to get who knows? inspiration, who knows? information, whatever, revelation from, you know? He could do a whole album based on... Stuff that he was inspired by listening by that. No, but my point is you can be just as ex- inspired by Dr. Zeus as by Shakespeare, you know? Like, who's to say? It's all fucking subjective. So as long as you're not so close-minded that you are you say, oh, well, the second that there's some sort of supernatural involved that discredits everything, then, you know, you're probably... But Simon, it's the same thing. Like, let's say you were a young African-American in the 80s and you grew up on the Cosby show. And you were like, it changed my life. It made me believe this, that, and the next. If you then find out last year, two years ago, that Bill Cosby was a horrible rapist, does that take a... You know what I mean? Does that really change the fact that the show that... I mean, It's a great example, Matt. I'm not sure what the answer is. I can give you from my own personal experience, though, Mel Gibson. Just, you know, I don't want to talk about him again, but... Knowing now that he's a fucking crazy anti-Semite, I'm just like, th- that didn't just begin. That was all through the early work he did. His dad was a denier, so obviously it came from childhood. Like, no, I, I just think that that seeps into everything that fucking guy does. His crazy, stupid... But um, I guess I guess my question to you is like, there's a few things. First of all, I could understand you boycotting Passion of the Christ because he produced it. I don't think he produced Braveheart. So at that point, you're just denying yourself your favorite movie because he was an actor in it. Hold on. But furthermore, I want to say, you brought up a good point there. Like, do you not at the same time, though, feel kind of bad for him? Because like you said, his father was a crazy denier and a racist. He grew up with it. Did he ever have a chance to really... And I believe that people... Go ahead. Sorry, I wasn't. No, gonna I was going to say, I believe that people do. I mean, we've seen it before, like the Phelps. Um, well, that was going to be my example. Like if you're, yeah, yeah. if you, if you want to say. Just because you come up around it doesn't mean you can't get yourself out of right. it. Right. And yeah. the second that she was able to get the information, she was able to remove herself. This guy grows up and just starts Hold fucking on. calling reporters kikes. You what know? I was going to say is it seems to me that it's a lot. I think we can all agree. It's a lot harder to break out of things that you were raised on than it is to not, than it is to just keep on rolling for sure. And if I, you know, if my, if I grew up as a little kid and my father told me forever that there were no dinosaurs. And then when I was old enough to, I don't know, go to the museum and I saw the dinosaur bones, I would then recalculate my opinions on things, A, on my father, and B, on reality, you know? Like, this guy was willing to do neither of those things, so, no. But hold on, wait. I mean, again, you never, like, let's say, just hear me out, Diablo Avocado. Let's say his dad is pumping him full of this anti-Semite shit his whole life, but he he doesn't grow up around any Jews because his dad is just that anti-Semitic. And then he has an encounter with, like, two of the worst Jews ever. Because we all know that there's bad people in every... Hollywood Jews. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that at all. But I hear you. <laughs> That's definitely not he what I meant. He probably got robbed by a director. 
No, that's definitely not what I meant, but sure. My point being is, let's say his first two encounters with Jews were terrible, and it just cemented, you know what I mean? It just cemented home. He was like, yeah. Uh, you know, and again, Matt, I would agree with all of that if we were I don't talking even about listen. I don't even agree with years that. and years ago, but now in this day and age, when you could just say, "Here, you know what? Maybe I should figure out what the Jews are really all about." You, you know what I mean? And well, you just really, did a little bit of information. The question is this: How do you not run into one or two Jews in your life that you're not like, "You're a good guy"? Didn't he? It wasn't his wife Jewish. No, that can't be. Well, he'd really be a fucking self-hating. Kamar, you want to jump in here? Kamar's just hating life. <laughs> no, no, no. I wanted off Ohm like 25 minutes I, I, I sat back to watch it. I think this all That's stems true. Kamar already punched his time card. I think the line is flat earth, but Simon wants us to reassure him that just because he believes in Bigfoot, that doesn't make him crazy. That's what I see this oh, whole thing he's nice. made a, a nice. case to do. That, that's what it felt like. I mean, me. that's interesting that you would go there, but I could care less. Like, look, obviously I don't care what, people think about what i think you know what i mean perfect i believe i, in. I hope so and this guy said it man he he was like you know for me to say no to anything is insane i don't know anything and no, that that is the truth this guy's vulnerable and cool i'm not wrapping it up just saying i liked him <laughs> it all <laughs> isn't it a dick move to call it a smartphone though i thought that was really funny He's a comedian. If you don't use it, then you're dumb. No, like just that whole connotation, right? Like this is the smart thing to use. He was tossing out premises. Wasn't, I thought it was Joe who said that. Either way, I didn't like the premise personally. No, you don't like that? Well, I just, for me, it's a smartphone because every time you have a fucking question that you can't figure out, you don't go to me or Kamar. You might go to us, but there's a good chance we don't have the answer. But the smartphone the phone might does. make you a dumb person. I disagree. Not thinking, I know. I'm just arguing Diablo avocado. I know, and you're welcome to the Diablo avocado, of course. But do you agree with that? Do you think the phone is making you dumber? I, I just know I used to have a lot of phone numbers and stuff in my head that I don't. I can't <laughs> so how about that this? Doesn't make you smarter. Well, how about this? Let me ask you this. This is a good question. Recall. Maybe it's just how you use the phone. Like anything else, like I think the phone has the capability to make every single one of us a lot smarter. We all just choose to use it for, like the internet. It's the internet is this thing that could make you you could probably get 10 degrees on it if you really cared enough. But most of us just jerk off to it. It's an opportunity. You could not to quote one of the greatest movies ever, but you could either learn Kung Fu or you could watch porn like right. Yeah. And I mean, Joe says it all the time. Um, what movie were you quoting there? The Matrix? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really a quote. Uh, Joe says it all the time. Look, you could take a hammer. And I could take a hammer and I could hammer nails and you could smash your balls. Like, no point is, this is what Mel circus. Gibson was talking about. <laughs> what I was going to say to Kamar though, is you were talking about how you used to be smarter and shit because before the phone, because you had phone numbers in your head. Why don't you look at it like this? You, like Joe says, you only have a certain amount of bandwidth to play with. You removed a, a shitload. Now, that you didn't need. now with the cloud, literally so much thing is stored. It's like this uh, virtual brain. So now you're free to focus on much more important things. But it's like, I remember when I was a kid, all the sports scores box, uh, that all, all was from the newspaper. That was the only place you could see the, the win-loss stuff. And it was in my head. And now that I have it, I understand what you're saying. Now I don't have to think about that. 
but I don't. I just don't think about sports as much because I, I love the examples that the Kamara research. gave were sports and phone numbers, like the t- sports scores and phone numbers, the two most useless things to no, possibly history, remember. History is more useless because we don't know who wrote it. Like, how am I going to have that knowledge in my head? All the knowledge I learned in school, half of it's bullshit. So. Take yeah, your yeah. pick. I mean, you're right. It's probably more like three quarters or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I guess math never uh, changes. Wow, Mike Tyson you got a just list showed there up, too. Right? Yeah, but, I guess math. <laughs> but I don't need math anymore because I got a smartphone with a calculator on it. All right, uh, we should wrap just, it up. I was gonna say for Kamar's uh, sanity, let's wrap this shit up. All right. Um, I guess we'll rate it. We'll start with you, Simon. Okay, I'm gonna give this episode a four. Okay, now hold on a second. Back the fucking train up, because you sat in that exact chair. In fact, you berated me at the beginning of this episode. You sat in that exact chair, and you were like, what a fucking humdinger of an episode. A eh, champ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I gave it a four. This fucking guy. and Because I'm about to give it at least a four, and you shat on me being like, oh, you didn't even fucking like this. What, he wasn't fucking hipster enough for you there, fucking bucko? I was just wondering if we were going to get another five out of you, but you know what? Go ahead, Maddie. Why don't you just rate it? <laughs> no, Kamara first. Shut the fuck up and rate it. Kamara, go I ahead. I give it a four. I, too, give it a four. There you go. Well, what is that? That's an agreement. Consensus. But there's something, too, what you said about not talking about that whole incident. Yeah, that really fucks shit up, though. I agree, Matt. Because if, if he does bring that in, might be a five. Might be a five. How could it not? If he goes in depth about that shit, I mean. And, and it was actually really bothering me. Like the fact that I still rated this a four, even though it was driving me crazy how he kept referencing, referencing something. Oh, Joe, you'll have to read the last four four pages of the book to find out. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where I talk in depth about 89 people <laughs> being <laughs> murdered in front of me at a live show in Paris. Like. It's probably too heavy to talk about, man. I, I imagine it is, but it's... But Joe also, in a later episode during the week, didn't say I had this guy on who this happened to. It's like he didn't know. Listen, I'm, I am I mean, most of my bets beside me here have lost today, but I would bet money that he doesn't know or that he's found out this week. Like, you'd think or Ari would be like, Joe, together. you didn't ask him about Paris? Like, what about Paris? You know, like, I, I don't know. Anyway. I'm baffled, Matthew baffled because we haven't had too many people who are in mass shootings on the show unless i'm wrong there's no uh, way i'm wrong nobody <laughs> am i wrong i'm not wrong right no well, you better find it up You're oh yeah okay you are, and he's in are. that he's band guitars for Eve. thank you yeah okay and, and fuck i was sitting here doing like am i a bad journalist yeah i called himself a journalist yeah. well no because well, I, no, disag- I, I disagreed so that was a check but no you're right you are right sir and when you are right you are right all right well let's move on well, no, this guy was super cool, smoked in the oh, yeah, studio, last, yeah. does no fucks given, mm-hmm. a rock star role model. He's not a rock star, he's, a, he's, he's cool. Never he, sold out. He was fucking cool. Yeah, final thoughts on him, that's your final thought on him? Boom. My final thought is, uh, yeah, he was fucking cool, I liked him. I'm not a huge fan of... Um, the music? Of the music, but I, I he was a fucking... I, he talked about everything I like. Cool down earth guy, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for not sure. up on himself or anything. No. no, very cool. Five Jamie gentlemen for sure. There you go. Thanks for participating, Maddie. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. All uh, right, let's move on. Thirteen eighty eight. Uh, Louis Philos Fizos. Psyop. No, no, fuck. I got a psyop. Filiosio. Filiosio. Psyosis. 
fuck, I forget how to say Ciliosis. Anyway, whatever. I'd have to see it again in print. So this gentleman um, started his career as a photographer yep. by hooking up with a very rich benefactor who then for 10 years, 10 plus years, took this guy around the world to the most amazing spots to shoot. They said they spent a lot of time underwater. Um, yeah, I mean, that's very cool. And then he translated that into a National Geographic gig and all sorts of different stuff. And did the documentary The Cove. And then did the document, uh, excuse me, then did the documentary, The Cove. The Dimitri. I got all tongue-tied there, Matty. I thought you were having a stroke, too. Mm. He did the, ah! <laughs> um, I never saw The Cove. Get the, the fuck out the of here. The trailer's really? good enough. The trailer's good enough. Yeah, really. I know when you said it, I was like. I'm very surprised because I know you've seen Blackfish. Of course. And the but prompt Blackfish? right away after Blackfish is to watch The Cove, or it was when it was on Netflix. I saw Blackfish when it was on CNN, like when mm. it dropped. Anyways, um, it's a fucking disturbing ass movie. Well, the oceans are in a disturbing ass state of affairs. Yeah. <laughs> After this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got advice from Steven Spielberg right at the start. Don't ever make a movie. With animals, animals or in the water. Or in the water, yeah. And then he went and did both. He fucked himself. But he, they had permission from the government to film. And then now he's a wanted man in China. Or Japan. Where is it? Japan. Japan. Japan, yeah. Which is crazy, man. Like, I get it. That movie was not good for the Japanese uh, government. But what was the thing he said the uh, minister of fisheries wasn't it wasn't protecting the fish it was just ensuring a food supply for the people Yeah it was You know what I mean that was so. not the fisheries guy that was a food dude um, Still it was the same the same thing about The idea is the same mm-hmm. that uh, they're less concerned with what's going on Conservation. and they just have a lot of people to feed on a very small footprint I guess but you know what? So many of these fish are um, killed for weird fucking reasons that have nothing to do with food. It's like the rhino horns, right? It's first, shark shark fins, you know? They're not eating the shark. They're just killing all, the shark and taking their fins. With Fukushima just fucking dumping nuclear waste into the water there, why would you ever want to eat any fish? Well, wasn't it crazy the stat they gave about mercury? They're and all fish? toxic. Every tuna you eat is toxic. They're all toxic. I don't want to eat fish anymore. Like, and that's not even that's not even nuclear waste toxic, I know. Matt. That's just normal ocean toxicity. Listen, I don't eat fish. Like I've never in my life. I mean, I've had a few pieces. I've obviously eaten fish in my life, but I don't eat fish. I fucking hate it. I hate seafood. And I don't. When I was listening to this, I was like. I must be mercury free, motherfucker. And you're, and you're other than the cigarettes and the marijuana. We should no, stop eating. We should stop eating fish for ten years. Just kill. I mean, you're going to kill a bunch of jobs. Just kill demand for. You it. know what the problem with that is, Kamar, is that it's not like you're going to stop eating the fish and be like, oh, well, now I'm just going to eat vegetables and everything's going to be cool. You're we're going to triple down on this whole uh, production of meat, and we know that that's equally, if not more, horrible. You so know, so we just got to ride it out. No, I, I'm just saying I don't think the answer is to put a hiatus on eating fish. I think there's 
you know, the same way that um, the last guest, or not the I guess it was Chris Chrysler, but I listened to it last, was talking about um, cows that can make the environment better, right? It's all about how you do it. I'm sure the same is true for fish. It's just... Well, it's, it's a double-edged sword because it's um, overfishing and the pollution. Mm-hmm, so even if right. you don't fish them, you're still killing them, fucking them up. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. This was the problem is us. Dire and depressing. This, oh, this absolutely, the problem is us. Well, no, Matt. but we're not putting a cap on anything. No, we're gonna ride this thing until it fucking lights on fire, and we have no choice but to abandon ship. Get but up like, on if, it. If they honestly think that the population will double by 2050, we're we're beyond fucked. We need to stop having kids asap. Keep fucking. Do that all you want, but get I some just, birth control. Wrap that shit up. Don't. Have kids. I don't care how good a person you are. Don't. This guy was saying we're going through a mass extinction right now, right? Well, yeah, we're doing it because we just keep fucking and putting more of us out there. The answer is late term abortion. Yeah, 68, and I mean really 68th late term. trimester. <laughs> 18 years old, yeah. 19 years there we old. Go. We see what you've become, <laughs> and we decide whether you get to finish off. Yeah, yeah. LTA. Yeah, yeah that'd be that's, cold um, but good. That's what's-his-name's joke. Uh, fuck. Titus. But yeah, there's no... Listen, we were, we're supposed to live to 30. There's no survival of the fittest. There's no... We're, we're living at 80, and all we're doing is fucking. And we're going to live longer. It's insane. This earth doesn't have a chance. The cities do not need to look the way they are. We could be, technology could exist. Everything could still exist without, um, it, it, does, it doesn't have to be this way. Well, that's what I wanted to ask too. Can't, haven't they figured out how to farm vertically yet? I've seen stuff. I, I just don't know about the application. To save soil as well as we'll learn with our next guest. Well, yeah, the soil, that's, that was the scariest thing of the whole week. In my I opinion. think so. I think so, too. But the problem is that everybody wants less interference by government, right? We all, right? The, the, com, the trend now is this libertarian idea, like the, the less. Less the, regulation, the less the free the, market system. The better. But we absolutely need somebody to grab onto the human uh condition as a a teenager and say no you can't build anymore you can't eat anymore you can't fuck anymore you can't you know what simon can you just move your mic stand just off the because every time you hit the there you go well ideally what we'd want is the corporations whatever to look at it as a sustainability for themselves you know instead of just pillaging of course we, we have to keep it going so we can maintain but but what do you think zuckerberg is worried about is he worried about uh, making the most he can while he's alive, or is he worried about what's going to happen once he's gone? I don't think they're giving a. I don't even think they think about what happens when they're gone. Well, I, why? But I mean, and I don't, I don't mean know. just. Him. I don't think I, most people do, though. I, I'm not blaming. That's my point, Matt. But you can't think like that, especially when the things that well, you but control. Hold on, hold on. But what I'm my point to you though is like, I don't. The fallibility is with the corporation because the corporation, which we treat as people, they live forever. As long as human beings go on, a corporation could technically go on infinity. 
right? We all. Well, I mean, I don't think it will, but yeah. New employees, new CEOs. That's what I'm saying. It just keeps. So in, but this is my point, Simon, is I can understand why, why a human being could lose sight, but a corporation, and I get it, a corporation is just a group of people, should never lose sight of the fact that if you fuck this up, there's no corporation to keep going. So none of it matters anyway. It should be part of its. That's the sustainability with the corporation should be taking care of everything just as a smart which you would think self-preservation the same idea with any government right but meanwhile they're building nukes and they're not looking out for your best interest they're looking out for ways to kill people and say it's in your best plus corruption well no but hold on okay that you could argue that when they were building nukes the idea was that they thought i mean again it was world war ii they were it was a mass genocide of your people let's not let's not build a bomb that can win the war let's build a bomb that can destroy the world but they dropped two of them, and it didn't destroy the world. Yeah, wars got Why boring. You, mm, thing. What we don't we don't agree. <laughs> Ever since that wars got boring, I was watching one of those Ever world since war. That wars got boring. Well, I was watching the World War uh, Two stuff on Netflix where they color it. Yeah, and it's the Battle of the Midway. Yeah. <laughs> so this is after Pearl Harbor, and there's there's Hawaii, and then there's another island uh, called the Midway where. Um, America has planes and stuff. Yeah. And they're fighting Japan and they have all these aircraft carriers and Japan's fucking up Americans. Like you wouldn't believe like taking out fleets. Yeah, kamikaze pilots and, and shit. But then they have this invasion and then an American general f- figures out a code. And so they change it up. So when the Japanese get to the thing, they're like, where are all the people we're supposed to kill? And then they come in the back with all these bombers way up high, dropping bombs on them that they didn't like it's, that's exciting war, sort of. It's it's bad that's happening, but now it's just like these skirmishes and then a big bomb, which th- all this is before Hiroshima. Isn't it after Pearl Harbor? Because that's unleashing the big bombs, right? Yes. Yeah, no, no, sorry. I thought I didn't know what you were asking. Yes, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Those both the bombs were dropped after Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor happened. They have no reason. They have no reason to bomb Japan pre-Pearl Harbor. So at that point, that's when they started making nukes and just war changed forever. Let's talk about that for a second. From these what, invasions and stuff. What a fucking power move. Dude, Japan attacking Pearl Harbor. That's like... That's what I'm saying. That's like a four-foot midget going up to the biggest bouncer you've ever seen and just hoofing him in the nuts and being like, let's go, pussy. Like it, But it sort of wasn't because technology what it was. You know what I mean? Dude, they fucked them up. Are you kidding me? They fucked them up to the point where Japan is now like... The most passive country in the world. They well, have passive laws about their army. Had Japan dropped those bombs on America, they would have fucked America. Like you dropped- yeah, but they didn't have those bombs. And that's what I'm saying. There was that. <laughs> well, that's a pretty big swing there, Kamar. I just meant by war being more exciting. Like, it was these battles and stuff like that. Like it- Vietnam was post-World War II. That was, yeah, I guess. It's all pre uh, You're really just talking. You're really just talking like pre- what was the Gulf? The Gulf War. Yeah. Anytime now where they don't actually have to be on the ground and they can just have uh, some sort of um, like pseudo thrown, soldier yeah. doing their it's work. It's still ongoing, but it's just so different ever since the nukes. Well, it's not so much nukes, though. Now they just use drones. Drones is really what changed it. And Americans are for that because well, who wants to lose their life or a limb? Imagine that. That's fucking nuts. Especially because the VA doesn't take care of shit in the States. Their veterans are left to rot down there. It's terrible. Anyway, sorry. Let's move off a of war for a sec and sure. uh, jump into what this guy was all about. What do you think the ocean would look like if dolphins had thumbs? 
Oh, it's so weird because, dude, I was... Th- I mean, I, hold on, though. I, I had this thought to myself, too. I was like, isn't it crazy that the great divider is opposable thumbs? I said the exact same... Th- like, I had the same thought process you're going on here. Well, because they're so smart. And they yeah, go on that's about where I, their... Yeah, that's where I was going, too. But, I mean... So, does opposable thumbs make dolphins into horrible human beings? You see what I'm saying? Uh, and the oceans now are full of freeways and fucking shopping malls and because it's so intelligent yeah like is the only thing that's different between us and dolphins are the ability to build terrible things where a dolphin can only be must be it's pretty tough tough to build stuff underwater that might be another hindrance even with thumbs okay fine it wouldn't look exactly the same but it would look different I mean, they're mammals, right? So they uh, didn't they used to be on land? At one point. Yeah. Or know. unless we all came from the water, which is quite possible too, Matt. So they could just be an evolutionary That's step true. to yeah. human yeah. beings. My only too bad I'm not smart. Actually, I think we did come it's from water. Yeah, 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 we did. No, yeah, we yeah. did for sure. The fish grew feet yeah, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. My only hope from this would be that AI does eventually communicate with them. Uh, whatever we find out that we didn't want to know about, but... That would be the only possibility of something to figure out that language. And all they talk about is gang rape. What, Imagine that's whatever all they're communicating. I'm, I'm not here to judge fish, but just like <laughs> all the things you're talking about, how they can. Johnny, you got to get down to the pier. They can hear like from a hundred miles away stuff. Well, they, they all use fish. sonar. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Not, not all fish. Sharks, I believe. Okay. No, when a shark, when it's liver But I don't think sharks use sonar. He was saying when a shark... Part of the shark gets hurt. They can all smell it and they know to get away from there. Well, isn't that crazy that the orca, they fuck up the great whites. They immobilize them by hitting a part of their head or their fin where they flip upside down and can't do shit. And then they just eat their liver. That's an acquired taste. It, Dude, that's fucked up. They know something about that liver. And, we, and we're doing our best to kill them. Did either of you see the seal getting... <laughs> By the great white? Yeah. Jacked? It's Not the great white. It's a... No, no, no. Sorry. This is different. This is a an orca, like, pulling. So it's a... Like, it's only an eight-second clip, because I guess they've had a big battle, and the seal has come up on, like, a little iceberg, and it's just the saddest thing you've ever seen, because the camera's on the seal's face, and you just see the orca poke its head out and just grab it by the tail, and it pulls it in so slowly, and the seal's just like... Oh, I guess this is it. <laughs> just like, and then, Goodbye, you, just, cruel and then do, you just see it like you've gone and that's it. Just fucking dunzo. Those seals, it's really hard to watch them get killed because they look so cute. But then when you watch the seal hunting its shit, like they're yeah, just penguins, they murderous penguins little up. fucking yeah. things, you know? Don't you think it's weird how we just don't think about animals? Like they have generations, you know what I mean? Like some animals may have grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Most probably don't with the life cycle. You probably no most reproduce. Then by the time years about that's when you die or whatever it is. But they're families. Well, did you, you see, just you know what I mean? Like giraffes, whatever you did want. Did you see those elephants? There's this waterfall in somewhere in Africa, and seven elephants died trying to save one elef- baby elephant that fell into the waterfall. Like they are. Well, I mean, elephants are fucking. I, elephants are crazy. But um, do you think they have like a family name? Like. Yes, elephants do for sure. I think they totally do. So the coolest thing this guy said to me was that the monarch butterflies. Yeah, three generations. Three or four generations, yeah. And 
and that to me is like, what the fuck? Die, relay eggs. No, but what's crazy is that they know where they're going. Yes, that's the crazy. Well, that's passed on within. And but I mean, I assume that's year. just again in the DNA. There's just something in your DNA that's like, wh- where are you flying? I don't fucking know. This way, obviously. And if that guy's <laughs> going that way too, there may be some just follow the leader. Well, that, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What's crazy to me, and this will this will tie into uh, well, obviously the next podcast, um, is like animals. Speaking of like the seal, we just talked about an orca eating a seal and how a seal fucks up the penguins, and none of them even think twice about it. It's only us that does it's that. It's their right to life. Yeah, they're like... Because they don't have conscience. Well, but even then, they're just like, this is, it's food. I'm out here, like, same. but even then, like, the zebra, just like, yeah, I'm drowning this other fucking, yeah. this guy's, what? what? Well, what? And especially situations like that, where uh, a lion might not even be hungry, but they're killing something for a multitude of reasons, right? <laughs> and the dolphins fuck everybody, so... They won't jack the thing because it might be my kid. That's yeah. how smart those women dolphin have become, man. It's a good offense. Dude, what was the one I heard the other day? There's some animal. I think it's an octopus where um, it tears its own dick off and throws it at the chick and lets her inseminate itself because she'll kill it. So that's like they've evolved over time to just rip their own dick off and throw it at the chick. <laughs> they, Is that call, incel? they call that the bobbit. <laughs> the bobbit incel. Dude, I read that. I was like, Dude, that's, that's fucking bananas. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, listen, you watch uh, 20 of your fucking bros get jacked by this girl. You're like, no, fuck it, yeah, man. It's not worth it. I'm staying here. Yeah. And you can take my dick with you. But it's also funny if you think about this too, and I, I know nothing about how dolphins reproduce, but I know aren't, they're the only other animal that fuck for fun, for pleasure, but they don't seem to have the population that we do. Like they're down there fucking. Sorry. I, dolphins. I yeah. What are you getting at though? Well, they're, I just they're find they're fucking. Why are there billions of Why aren't there dolphins? billions there are, of dolphins? There are tons of dolphins. Yeah, well, they, they might weigh a ton, but it's not a billion separate ones. Well, I'm just saying, why aren't there... You think there's a billion dolphins out there, Simon? No, but we're also killing a lot of dolphins. Okay, fair and, enough. Well, we're also killing a lot of people. But it's just a numbers game at that point, you know what I mean? Start the dolphins off with a billion, and we'll see what happens. Oh, we didn't start off with a billion? No, I get it. I okay, get it. okay, sorry. I get it. Anyways. Go on. It is really fucked up, though, how callously human beings have destroyed the ocean. Like I know we talk about this all the time and it seems like a ridiculously flippant statement, but we really didn't need to do that. Well, I think, um, there was a way better way to go about this. Yeah. I think in our defense at first, we just didn't know. We, we just looked at it like it's this big, you know, it's this unlimited Unlimited. resource that will clean itself. I mean, in our defense, Matt, we're horrible. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, like there fuck. are millions of dolphins. Sure, okay, but I would expect millions. He said billions yeah. of dolphins, which um, there are not. Are not. Yeah. I mean, Simon, what's crazy is that it took us as long as it did to find a Texas-sized garbage pile in the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how are there not a million of those? No, no, it's not how are there not a million. <laughs> it's like, how did we not find it sooner when it was a smaller map? Like, that's how little oh, we I care. I think they knew. And it was just, you didn't hear about it and I didn't hear about it, but people knew uh, who could have done something about it. You're right. 
They should have started when it was a tiny little island, not to have a boy and slat have to figure it out once it was the size of Seattle. I mean, he he mentioned it too. It's really the rivers is the problem. Well, boy ends on that, man. Yeah. He's coming back on the podcast, apparently. Thanks, Joe. To talk about his uh, river thing. Yeah. 10 million dolphins. 10 million dolphins. That's why I just give or take counted. Right. But, well, I mean, but certain can, species. But hold on. I mean, that's less, actually a lot concerning we're killing them en masse. There's certain species that are like, there's only 30,000 of these. There's 2 million of these. There's 300,000 of these. I would love. But hold on. Here's the other thing. If they're that smart, how are we catching them so easily? The ocean's pretty fucking big. Our tools. Yeah, I mean we're we have thumbs and we're able to. Build. Why do you answer? I asked him. So he able, had nothing there. We're able to. You build, bailed him out. Um, you know all, <laughs> all sorts of sonar machines and whatever. It's all about thumbs, Maddie. Thumbs make. It, it's almost like thumbs make you evil. And without thumbs, you are pure of heart. You need a thumb to put in a butthole. That's my Brian Adams. You do need a edition. thumb to put in a butthole. Good one. That's a on. Brian Adams song. No, Brian Redband. Oh, I was gonna, well, you said Brian Adams. Uh, Olive Garden. Uh, no, this was a real, real, I'm not wrapping up, but depressing letdown. I didn't see any silver lining, no jokes podcast. Well, what I was going to say back to Matt, sorry, just for one sec, is we've managed to destroy the oceans without even exploring all the oceans. Very efficient. That's fucked up. Imagine if we got to the bottom and there's just so much garbage. We're like, oh, fuck. Well, there is. There has to be. No, I think most of it floats. Or there's another, there's a little door with a whole other ocean. Like portals. We might not know because we haven't bothered to explore So we it. can pollute the ocean because it actually goes through a portal. That's right. We, well, don't, we don't need to know that, eh? With all the Maybe that is right. Maybe there is a portal at the bottom and all the garbage that we've been putting in there for years that doesn't float up to the surface ends up in like a Zeta Reticulon or something. Another dimension. And they're just so fucking pissed. It's like, uh, remember gonna... how Canada sent the, uh, yeah, all the was garbage it the Vietnamese? The Philippines. Oh, the Philippines, yeah. Full of our dirty diapers. It's the same idea. And that's why why the aliens want to fucking kill us. This all makes sense, man. Are you done? Well, I tied that up with a nice little bow. Unless they like our garbage. They're like, give me, give me more. Right. Me it more, was, it wasn't more. about gold like Sitchin thought. They need our garbage. Plastic I love that bottles. you guys think we found people there and we've still sent our garbage there. I was at least thinking that we found some uninhabited dimension that we're sending our garbage well, but you guys are full on it's just. what that's why we can't terraform mars is because we've been sending our garbage there for the past uh three decades did you draw any uh solutions from this uh, what he was talking about no it just made me sad okay the whole thing I, just I, made I, me I'm, sad i'm glad it's not just me draw solutions no no um psyops here louis psyops like he wasn't he was trying to raise awareness oh i mean he's a filmmaker i don't know <laughs> It almost goes back to how, how, what change do you make? You know what I mean? Well, this guy said, Kamar, that to save 90% of the animals, you would need to put aside 50% of the land. And that will never happen. Yeah. So say goodbye to the animals. This is just a, the writings on the wall. This is just the beginning. And as we double and triple in population size, the animal population will dwindle to... We eat ourselves. Nothing. The only way this changes, Kamar, is if there's some sort of like... Um, Five billion people die. Well, what's the movie <laughs> with uh, Will Smith there where he's hunting the deer in his Mustang? I legend. And, uh, there you go. I am You legend, need something sorry. like that. To, that's the only way these populations are coming back. 
So it's us or them? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. You ever watch that show Zoo? Nope. It was actually a book by Michael Crichton, but the idea is that all the animals turn against people. But they don't talk and get personalities. They do not talk and get personalities. It's just... Uh, I don't want to watch it then. Wow. I only like it when my animals come alive. I'm just watching all of my tickets fucking burn in hell here. Are you ready for some football? Can we move on? I think we're done with this guy, aren't we? You had more there, Simon? Um, yeah, I mean, they just talk a lot about dolphins and orcas. So if you don't want to... Uh, and brains. And brains. Let me see what else I got here. Um, Do you see their brains are way more curves in them there are that are receptors? So like they just think fast enough so they're like supercomputers? I don't know, but they're three times the size of our brain, the dolphin brain. I know yeah. that. Um, so I thought this was cool. They have all these sonars that they used to use for war, and now they're starting to use them to listen to the whale songs. And what they thought was just like, you know, every now and again, you would, but it's constant chatter. I like that you think that's In what the they oceans. use them for now. That they let that one. They, they yeah. let this one be used for that. No, I'm not uh, thinking. I if, like, I if like. If war that, ended, they could use them all. I like that he turned it on and was just like, oh, fuck. Like he heard like just more than he ever thought he could. Well, it must be amazing, man. Imagine though. <laughs> being underwater and actually hearing that it would be fucking scary as all shit. Well, it must've been more scary a hundred years ago when you didn't know what it was, when you didn't know where it was and the oceans had so much more fish yeah, and wherever yeah. you went, you'd probably Crazy. see bo- fish swimming. Visibly. Simon, have you ever been scuba diving near coral? No, I've only been snorkeling this or sorry, snorkeling near, near coral. coral? Yeah. The sound coral makes. Oh no, I've never, you didn't. Oh, like, then you were like, near coral. It's, like a it's the crackle. wildest crackle. It's so fucking. Really? Oh, dude. It's wow. fucking nuts. See, that is nuts, man. It's it's neat that every thing in Living the thing? universe has a, a song. Like everything is making its own noise. Communicating. Yeah, somehow. And we know nothing. And we've almost destroyed it all that we don't need to know about it anymore because it won't be here. Well, because you only need to know that you can hear Netflix. That's all that's important. And I don't want to eat fish anymore. You don't want to eat fish anymore. I mean, not that that's going to be like my contribution, but this was just the oceans are fucked. Well, the I fish didn't, are fucked. We're done. I didn't know tuna were endangered. Like, that's how stupid I am. But I you, just, you do know we've had the conversation that tuna is as big as this room. Right, like, and there's a you can buy a tuna that's a million dollars. Like I get that. I just you know we see cans of tuna on the shelf. Like, how could that possibly be an endangered animal? It doesn't well, make any they, sense because they sell you a can that big. Yeah. So they're like, well, that's one. And again, like this thing said, I'm just saying they're like, there's sixty thousand cans there. That was one tuna. There's forty four species of dolphin. Okay. So maybe there's more than one species of tuna. Well, there is. Well, there is, for so sure. So maybe they're not all endangered. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think he said that all tuna were endangered. Well, I, he knows more than I do. Simon's the one that makes the statements and never looks it up. No, I, I'm just saying that's how... My job can, is simply to start the conversation, <laughs> not necessarily to could be to endangered. It. Fair but enough. But when was the last time you fucking ate tuna fish? Me? Never. I hate... F- I told you. I haven't eaten fish since I was like five or six. Fucking doing the right thing, making the world a better place. So there were 25 new dolphin parks 
in China this year. Oh, they don't give up. They don't give a fuck. And that just goes back to, remember we were talking about the environment. You can do whatever you want here, but if you don't stop Russia and China and these big, uh, it's the same thing. You can do whatever you want for the fucking oceans, but if they're not doing it, you are just pissing into the wind. Yeah. And there's no way we're going to like uh, put sanctions on China or whatever to you can't do shut shit. down their uh, dolphin parks. They can't even put sanctions on themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, this was eye-opening. This review of this podcast is just as depressing as the podcast was. No, it's it's, it's Demers is is really this guy knows about him, Charlie, the Walrus Whisperer. He didn't though. Yeah, I don't Phil think he Demers. did. It felt like Joe was really schooling well, he, him on Demers. He had uh, referenced Blackwater, didn't he? Oh, yeah. maybe right. Blackfish, but Phil Demers is in Blackwater. Oh, Blackwater is the fucking Iraq. Yeah, like, the the, the uh, yeah, contractors. This, yeah, Blackfish. Blackfish is the is, documentary oh, you're referencing. You mean um, Centennial? Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. They have a new Sorry, name Sam Tripoli. Yes, yeah. my apology. Um, yeah, I, I I did like how Joe, because I really believe this is. We think that killer whales are like just normal, but if you had never seen one. They would be way crazier than Bigfoot. Like, I totally agree with it. Bigfoot is just a big gorilla. Mm-hmm. This is like uh, nothing. the idea of a whale, a blue whale, let's say. <laughs> if you didn't know a blue whale existed. <laughs> Do you know how big a fucking blue whale is? Yeah, but is? it still is just a big fish. I'm just thinking stuff it's like... It's a mammal. Like uh, lobster or octop- octopus takes the cake. Well, yeah, I mean, that is an alien. Yeah. 100%. Or a manta ray. Just fish... It, it, Fish. There's no way. But oct- wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. A blue whale. Kamara, if you don't know what it is, yeah. If you don't know what it is, would be the fucking cr- the idea that something that big is even alive. Five buses or something. I'll put it to you this way. Bonkers. Let's say you were on a small fishing boat on the calm ocean in the middle of the night, and a blue whale, cr- like, was it crested out of the water? Crest out of the water. I'm fucking. I'm an yeah, idiot. I like that crest. And you were like just sitting there, dude. That would scare the absolute fucking. Pi- I'd piss not my o- pants. Not only would it scare you, but you'd never forget that moment for the rest of your life. Well, I think the difference too, Matt, is okay. Let's take your analogy. You're sitting in there, and a humpback whale comes up. That would be fucking petrifying. When a blue whale crests from the water, that wake. It wipes you out completely. That thing is so fucking big. Like I wish I had. Uh, I wish I could give you how big it is. It's like I think five we know buses. How big it is? We are like the size of its eyeball. I know you're it's, acting it's like I don't know how big a blue whale no, is. I, I just mean even when we talk about how big it, the idea that this is in the ocean swimming free. If Bigfoot was the size of blue whale, we'd have to talk about it. He'd be like King well, Kong. Th- there'd be no way to miss him. Mm-hmm. He'd he'd be living in the hollow earth. That yep. would be the only way we wouldn't find him. You gotta love that the blue whale is just like probably regaled with tales of all the other fish. Like, what's it like never being caught? Like, I don't know. The blue whale's the big dog? Yeah, he's just like, I don't know, I'm a big motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, I just can't be caught. Not yet. And the blue whale just has all these other animals that it is their universe that they eat the barnacles off and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. It's a good living. You know, it was really funny when the guy was trying to tell Joe about um, projecting the animals onto the. 
Empire State Empire Building. State's Building. It took them four years. And all Joe wanted to talk about was summers in New York. Yeah. It's like, can you believe they say that nobody's in New York in yeah. the summer? Like, I do concerts there all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's from the 30s. I think it's a holdover from the 30s. I'm in New York in the summer all the time, and it's always busy. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and the guy, There's always 10 million people in New York. And the guy goes, well... Um, a lot of them we the projected these uh, animals onto the Empire State. Like, he just wanted to tell the story. But the best, too, is then he goes, the guy goes, uh, yeah, I think it's that a lot of them go to the Hamptons. And Joe goes, ugh. I was like, easy, Joe. <laughs> but people who say nothing happens in New York City ever, because so there's always something happening in New York City, are the same people swingers like, yeah, this party's dead anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's always something going on there. Yeah, New York's insane. You know what was really neat was when Joe was talking about um, driving the Tesla as when you accelerate, it feels like you're breaking uh, the rules of time. Like, you know, when you drive a car, you can accelerate and you'll get from here to here. You know, I have enough time to to get in front of this car. Whereas when you're driving a Tesla, which I've never done, which I fucking totally want to do. Do it. I know. But I, that's a neat idea. It's like we're kind of. We're in the future and we don't even know it. You but know? I mean, you could probably do it today if you wanted to. I'm sure I could go rent a Tesla to drive. Do you have to rent it? Can you just test drive it? Kick the tires and think about buying it? Uh, I don't think you can just go test drive a Tesla. First of all, you have to get on a waiting list to buy one. Um, I'm sure you can test drive any car. I think so. Okay. My, po- my point well, being. The Tesla dealership is right on Carling. My, my point being is when he talks about that time travel, all that, it really makes you feel inadequate and sad. I'm so far away from ever owning Tesla. I'd like to own a Tesla, but it would not be practical, I don't think, for me. Get that new truck. $799 a month. They've already sold 146,000 of them. Which is funny because they won't be able to, they'll probably be able to make fucking 5,000 of them a year. Whatever their production thing is. Yeah. I think it was cool. Their production quotas are so low. I don't give a fuck about anyone who criticizes anything Elon Musk says. Like, what have you done? Did you see that whole thing with the uh, unbreakable glass? So did you did you see the new truck he made? That's Maddie? what we're talking about. We're talking about that. Yeah. So the breakable, unbreakable glass. Yeah. Well, well didn't it didn't un- break. It didn't go through. Well, it smashed. But it didn't go through. It wasn't supposed to even crack. It was a ball bearing, man. Yeah, I get it. What did they shoot it out of? Oh, the guy threw it, threw it, and then he turns to Elon and goes, uh, "Should we try the back window? <laughs> Maybe that was a bit too hard." <laughs> and then he throws it at the back window, like such a poof throw, too, and it still breaks it. To get that there, it's going to break anything. Listen, there was obviously a problem with those windows. Obviously, Elon said on the original test that they did, it didn't even crack the windows, and that was shooting it out of like some sort of projectile. It was probably a bullet. It's a bulletproof, but not a giant. I don't know. Anyways. Are you listening to this? <laughs> Crit- it didn't go through the window. It's bulletproof, but if you throw a, if you physically throw a ball bearing at it, it doesn't doesn't work. You know what I mean, like corn search. You know what I will. <laughs> yeah. You know what I will say though is a lot of like I get it. The Tesla's a great car. A lot of the things that he's promising are kind of turning out to be like the tunnel. I saw. I watched a YouTube video of some people that went and drove in the tunnel when they opened it. And it's not at all what it was promised to be at first. Like what I, first of all, what I read and thought it was, was you drove your car onto like a platform Mm -mm. and the platform fucking took off at like hyperspeed or whatever. It's not that at all. Now what it is, first of all, in order to use it, 
your car has to be able to drive autonomously. So if you don't have an autonomous car, you won't be able to use the Hyperloop. End of story. So right now, that that's only Tesla, a few Cadillacs. Anyway, point is this. You have to drive your autonomous car into these things that they hook into the wheels, and then it drives you down this track. But any turn, they haven't figured out how to, like, it's jerky as fuck. So unless it's a straight, straight line, this thing is not viable right now at all. So and my, my point is just, like, it seems like he's promising all these really cool things, but we're still just not. Couldn't they put the cars on the track and then put people in a train? Well, that defeats the. It's a lot more. We're work. just trying to get us there faster. I think you got to fail to succeed, as we've always learned. Listen, the fact that he's out there as a visionary is great. We need more people like that. And come on, the guy's building a fucking uh, super link tunnel. Is it too much to ask that only his cars can use and, it? And he's trying to get to Mars. There's just so much going it on. It is actually, Simon, because that's not... I, it was, I was being uber facetious. Okay. Especially just... when you're getting uh, all that government money as mm-hmm. well. You better make that available to every car. Of course. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, if this is the push that everybody needs to change to green, I mean, but maybe But it's not that's... green. That's my point. It's just autonomous. It has nothing to do with green. Well, but autonomous is already green. They're all electric. No, not necessarily. Cadillac is... I just told you, Cadillac's coming out with an autonomous vehicle that has nothing to do with green. Autonomous just means it drives itself. Okay, but it's not an electric... I just thought that they everybody was moving away from oil now and these future cars were going to be electric. Where I think but we even, all My point that. is that that might be the case, but they're still making a lot of non-electric cars. You're aware of this, right? Companies are still actively... I get it, but I guess my point is what better way to um, influence somebody to buy an electric car than to say if you want to use this... But companies aren't actively trying to get people to buy electric cars. You know that, right? But... Volkswagens have autonomous shit in them. Like they are building them with it. They just don't activate it as well. Yeah, but my that's that. what I'm explaining to Simon that autonomous and and green have nothing. They're they're not mutually exclusive. No, in I, the least. I get that. But the biggest maker of autonomous cars right now is a green company, Tesla. Sure. Okay. But once the rest of them figure out the autonomous technology, then. That will have nothing to do with green. I they're- mean, maybe, or maybe the most efficient way to run those. Uh, boards is with um not with oil or you but those all run off a battery okay so i'm just saying any electronic in your car runs off a battery so it has nothing to do with oil anyway okay fair enough i I just at some point matt they are going to shift away from oil yes once the oil goes away i understand that but i don't really disagree with oil is going anywhere okay fine but then i disagree with you tenfold because right now if you look at production of cars the major five car companies are not shifting over to green. I don't know if it'll happen in your lifetime, but eventually we're going to get to a point where they cannot for, because of the environment run. Okay. But we're not close to that time. Now you, Sure. We can't just shrug your shoulder. I, I mean, but whatever. I, I, maybe I think we are. Sadly, maybe we we're are. not close to that time. But who knows? The numbers say we're not. That's what I'm telling you. The numbers say we're not. Yes. The major five car companies are not producing more green cars than they are gas power there's no electric cars in south america there's no electric cars in africa yeah probably no electric cars in china so that's my point simon is where where do you think where do you think that this big push is coming from 
India. There's no electric cars there. Who knows, man? Who knows what's going to happen? That's a terrible answer. No, no, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. Look, man, Elon's a smart guy. He, he's, this is definitely the future. I don't think he's doing this because, look, if he wanted to make money, there's way better ways to do it. Just PayPal and fuck people. I get it. He's trying to make change. What I'm telling you, though, is that, it, uh, okay, either okay. way. If enough people bought Teslas and if enough they people They can't manufacture the change, them fast enough. So that's probably You guys are a. fighting over a point then, that doesn't matter. Then it would force other car companies to make that same change. There's no incentive for them to do it right now. Agreed. But even then, there's no incentive. First of all, most people couldn't afford a Tesla. You realize that, right? Yeah, I, I get it. But people could afford a Kia. Mm-hmm. So if Kia decided to go electric, then there would be an affordable option. But Let's my point all is, electric you don't. Cars my are point, autonomous. Hold on. My point to you, Simon, is you don't know how much it costs to to build a green car. So Kia might not be able to manufacture a green car that they can make money off of. You think? And, and this is just an honest question. You think that it's more expensive to uh, to build a I green don't know. car than it is to build an oil guzzling car? I really don't think so, man. I think that they build shit lighter and more efficiently now. It would be the fact gas that gas is. Uh, sorry, go ahead. But I disagree. The plant but, already existed, right? But so you can already make that to mm-hmm. make the new plant. That's where it'd yeah, be more no, expensive. Yeah, no. Listen, I, I. So first of all, then what you're arguing is Tesla could easily just create a cheaper green car right now and just mass manufacture. Why aren't they doing well, that? Well, Tesla builds all their shit in the States, right? So I think that's probably a hindrance to them, but it's what you have to do. Like, I, I don't know what the answer to this is, man. I, like, I don't get what you're arguing here. You don't think that we should shift away from gas. No, that's not engines? what I'm, I'm saying. We're not doing that now. You're saying that right now, actively, all the car companies ten are switching years ago, over. 10 years ago, Tesla didn't exist. So there wasn't even an option to have a But 20 car years that, ago, there was an electric car and they killed it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, they did. Yes. So my point is right now, the major car manufacturers are fine manufacturing because think about what they have to do, Simon. They have to build all new infrastructure to build new cars on new factories and new lines. Go light the joint, you arrogant prick. This is, he crosses his no. arms and gives me that look. You guys both should be shamed. You're just stuck on a stupid point that really doesn't have an answer or whatever. I don't even know how we got on. He's that. saying he's saying all electric cars are autonomous and green. And you're like, well, not all of them, and then we've fallen apart because it doesn't matter what what percentages you get to. All I was saying, first of all, was Elon is a great shame vision- on both of you. Elon is a great visionary, but it seems like he just is coming up short in a lot of his visions. You, you will not get my ears. You will not get my ears. Doing shit. So even if he comes up short, I still think you know his eighty percent is better than everybody else's zero. Yeah, I agree with that. Your my point was Simon. I don't think he has these big visions, but we're not there yet. Unless he's creating new technologies, which he's trying to. He's blazing the trail. Sure. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Hang it up. Yeah. He's unplugging. Simon's out. Punch the card. (laughs) Rate the episode. Kamar, we'll start with you. A two. A two, really? Oh, it's just a, it was was depressing. Because of the depression? Very informative, but it was uh, was, weird. Okay. Simon, what do you give it? I give it a three, seven, five. Yeah, I thought the two was very, very hard. I don't want to listen to this stuff for two and a half hours. I gave it, um, I mean, I give it a yeah, three and a half. I was going to give it a four, but it was lacking something. I literally realized I listen. It was very dry, too. To I podcasts felt. to laugh. 
and to be entertained. I also do, yes. And grim, factual yeah, stuff I'm does not you. entertain me. Listen, wow. some of the scientific stuff I really enjoy, for sure. Some of the discussions are entertaining and laughable. Yeah. This just wasn't. And that's why Tim J. Dillon is the perfect guest, because he has really interesting things to say, and he's hilarious. But we Unfortunately, didn't, we didn't he's get not Tim up next. <laughs> we got even drier. <laughs> Final thoughts on him, Kamar? He's doing the Lord's work, man. Good guy, but just I've, I see nothing wrong with him. I, I don't think we can put... I don't think we should put the environment's hands in, one in photographers and filmmakers. They're, they're but no, but I, I'm specifically saying, like, why are, Why do we rest it on, you know what I mean? This well, guy, that's all he is. is. He, enough people see this. I get it. He can document it. And that's why we have photographers and filmmakers. I understand it. But it seems, you know, I don't no, know. This guy became an activist. Like, he was just a photographer, saw it. something he didn't like, and decided that, he, well, he had a guy who had a lot of money. That helps. He's another hero. Yeah, I gotta find a guy with a lot of money. You need a I'm rich not a benefactor. Good I'm not that good a photographer, though. Hmm. There's a lot of things I need. Anyways, yeah, I mean, the, he he seemed like a really good guy, and he's doing something that's important. Absolutely. Whether or not he's making change, I have no idea. I f- I want to believe. I he mean, is. the cove. I want to hope the he cove is. did for sure. The cove did for sure because just like Blackfish or Blackheart, or whatever the fuck it's called, it, just to bring that to the public's knowledge is uh, the number one. But we acknowledge that the key, or it's good to raise awareness, but unless these certain players buy in, a la Russia, a la China. I mean, what sucks about Blackfish, though, is that there's still, you know, it's... That, that was like eight years ago, seven years ago, and there's still SeaWorld. There's well, still... Marineland or whatever the Canadian one is. I, know. I don't know what's going on in the States, but there have been huge changes I know. in this one. I know. Huge. They're saying they switch more to rides oriented. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Within I know. the and next it, 10 years, there won't be any sea life. I get it. And so listen, bravo, there this we go. shit all takes time. I understand that. I get that. I'm with that. I'm just saying. But again, 26 new parks opened in China this year, so we can we can close 3 in Canada and you know that's amazing. We save 7 whales. Yeah. And and 4 dolphins and a fucking walrus named Schmoopy. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot they talked Who's about living it. in Phil Demers living room <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> it's going to kill me. <laughs> no more Netflix him. and chill. Kill him. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot what they talked about. They talked about when they build dams, they didn't realize that all these fish would come up and go. What, what the hell? What's this wall yeah. doing here? You know what I mean? So it's just a history of go us. Go figure. They wouldn't <sighs> think that that might be a problem. Uh, you, well, they assume they have a different way or they go, with, we're just dumb and we're Yo, killing them all. Josh Holm would love this. The walrus would Netflix and krill. <laughs> yes. He's exactly that pun guy. <laughs> wow. Did you do that on porpoise? Oh. That's what Josh Holm used. That, yeah, and I was just course. like, this is too much. Oh, I know. I chuckled. Yeah, well, that's what got him down to a four in it's, my book. Oh, no, he's a cute one. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I think that I giggled about that when I was crying over this one. Um, okay, we'll name this guy and the number. Did you do that already? No. No, 1389 Chris Cresser. Can we not spend more than 10 minutes on this? We can spend one minute on it if you want. Awesome. This podcast fucking sucked and i know i started off by saying i'm trying to turn a new positive leaf this was terrible yeah this was fucking terrible and if you're a vegan you will hate this so much and i'm not a vegan i didn't let's rate it 
No, no. I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you what's interesting is a funny story. Is last week, uh, my roommate was like, "You got to watch this uh, documentary, Game Changers." Like, I don't have to watch it, and he made me watch it. Oh my god! And how lucky! I think like, well, no. Were but, you fooled? No, but it starts off with the gladiator thing, and you go, "Hmm, that's interesting." You know what I mean, or whatever. And it goes through, and then like fifteen minutes ago, what is this? This is like an inf- infomercial for being a vegan because they'll show these situations, but they don't show ten people. It's one outlier, like just how they're saying in this podcast. They cherry pick this information. They're showing all these things, but it doesn't. It's not compelling. It looks more like a one side of a story look at it. You know what I mean? And I said that to him. He goes, oh, no, no. This is very interesting. And then I turn on this thing and go, no, it's completely full of shit. You're uninteresting for not even. Does that ever happen to you when you have to debunk someone with something based on what you heard in a Joe Rogan? Yeah. And you're just grabbing like that. And I hope I'm right when I do it. Well, based on this supporting podcast i knew i was right when i was like i don't know this movie seems full of shit you know like the guy makes a comparison of um the gorilla would you want to be strong as a gorilla but gorillas sit for 18 hours eat 60 pounds of uh grass to be a gorilla and they could probably fight for a minute and then they're like well i gotta take a break and eat more grass for the 18 hours well, this is the only podcast I can remember where they spend the whole time debunking one other documentary. I felt like Joe is so committed to living his um, maximum uh, existence. He had to debunk it. Otherwise, he could be shutting all stuff off to... Because in this, they're trying to say vegetables are basically better than a meat diet. So he needed the whole thing dismantled. I got it. He had a kneecap game changers. Joe did us a huge disservice too by not just having both of them on because now we need another three and a half hour podcast two months down the road, a month down the road where they're going to fucking argue this horse shit ad nauseum and it's going to just be the worst for us because we're going to have to listen to it. I listened to this on two times and it was not nearly fast enough. No, I said to Matt, I need like a six time. And I would have listened to this on ludicrous speed. Remember the guy in the 90s, the fast talker that did all Max the ads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed that guy. Sorry, Kamar, I cut you but off. But Chris Kresser was saying, uh, like lamenting that they put this out so he has to debunk it. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> they want people to understand that the, the best diet is a balanced diet, but this didn't have to be done. No, there was no need I, for I'm this. I'm glad it was done because... I was skeptical, knowing nothing, watching it. Because, again, anyone tells you watch something, I'm like, what is this? It's so much better if I happen upon something myself with no one recommending it. It is scary, though, that these documentaries, not just this one, there are a bunch on Netflix right now that you're like, really? Does this really have any business on here at all? And at least put it under like the a different category you know like example i don't know if either of you have taken the time to watch that flat earth documentary on netflix no you did kamar yeah of course he did it is moronic (laughs) it's a horrible though you're like laughing at it like you watch no remember the king of kong it should not be on have you ever seen the king of kong yeah i love it don't you think it was amazing i see that them in the same vein 
No, because I couldn't tell whether they were making fun of these people or not. And you can't tell if they're making fun of them in King of Kong too. Like, it's oh, just- they're making fun of him in King of Kong. Well, they're making fun of the one guy. They're yeah, not the guy making the, fun. No, they're of not the making fun of the guy who's, who's trying to who's break legitimately the trying to break the record. What they're a make- great documentary, by the way, King of Kong. It's one of my faves. It's great. incredible documentary. When that guy walks out in his fucking long trench coat, and you're just like, oh my god, that's exactly how I thought this was going to go uh, down. And the hair. And the hair, yeah. But it's more like um, and the attitude. No, but do you know what I'm saying? Like this, when I'm watching the flat Earth thing, I'm not going, oh god, there's some twos. I'm like, these people are hilarious. They exist. That's because you are smart. Well, I don't know. If my son were to watch that, what would he think? Like, I just don't even know. I would love. Would you love to let someone watch it and then run into them right after it and let them test them that if they actually believe it, you know what I mean? Dude, listen, if you go into that documentary and you, not that one, forget that one. But if you were to listen to like a podcast about Flat Earth and you were willing to give it a shot, they could convince you. You know what I'm saying? Like they have enough fucking weird numbers and things that like as a layman, you're like, well, I mean, I don't know what the answer any, to that any is. Any statistic can be uh, cherry picked and framed to be like, well, this is the way it is. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, listen, no, I'm just trying to talk about anything besides. Flat Earth is always the how could I see that place that's so far away? Right. Well, the best is in this documentary, they do an experiment and they say, we're going to do this experiment and we're going to fucking disproves blow himself. the doors. Yeah. And he disproves himself. Yeah. The one with and the then, camera and the light. That one? No, it's uh, posts and um, the, it's if you measure the post here and the post here and the one in the middle, this one should be at 17 feet. The one in the middle should be at eight feet and 17 feet, proving that there's some a roundness to the earth. Yeah. They're shooting a laser. And there is. And there is. Because there's basically, I'm thinking there's four subcategories. There's the cove. Uh, that's a raw documentary, right? Yes. Then there's King of Kong. That's a documentary. You, you know, it happens to be comical. But it's but humor. Then you have uh, like, Spinal Tap. That's a mockumentary. That's a mockumentary. Okay. And the then, King of Kong is a counterculture. Oh, hold on, hold okay. on. There was one more. Sorry. And then back of the front, you have Game Changers, which is an info infometry. Like, it's a big ad. One side pushing. You, you, you know how we discussed that James Cameron owns as a majority stakeholder in the biggest pea protein company in the world. Mm-hmm. So this Game Changers is a marketing to switch people off of uh, meat proteins to vegetable proteins. And then they go on to say, these proteins have to use so much agriculture, so much soil, we have 60 harvests left. That's right. So you're absolutely right. It's an infomercial and it shouldn't be under documentary. Yes. Because that is misleading to somebody who doesn't know. I think so. Because you go through there and the second you see documentary, you assume that it has some validity to it. Yes. That's as that assumption is stupid. Yes, we should not assume that. No, because when you look at the documentaries, the but ones was, that fall into that first category that you mentioned are few and far between. You'd have to have a documentary again made by AI because even yeah, because they all a have a bias yeah. to it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even exactly. the ones who are doing for good, like Blackwater, um, Blackfish. Still has an agenda. It's so that hard. That agenda to have all the is to. There could be something good that they 
don't talk about. But hold on, the agenda, it's different. Okay, to say it has an agenda, it's not a money-making agenda. No, that is true. Well, They're different the, agendas. Yeah, but I mean, it's different. Okay. Irregardless. Way, that's not a word. I know, but I'm just trying to sound smart. Irregardless, uh, game changers didn't have to be made. It's It's got bad intent to be made. Well, Netflix should not put that on Netflix. That and... I don't think it's on Netflix. It, oh. It's a double... That exists and it's shitty. That's almost like lying. And because it exists, this podcast was made. We had to talk about it. We rate it? Yeah, let's rate it. <laughs> I mean, 60, 60, 60 Harvests was really poignant to me. We talked about, and I was thinking mushrooms must be the cure to uh, revitalizing soil or something. I'm hoping. Stamets is in there somewhere, but 60 Harvests seems tangible. Oh, well, the one thing, just sorry, before we rate this, the one thing that did sound interesting was this idea that uh what did he call it artisanal cow farms or whatever where somehow they are helping the environment not hurting well, well the in the end we need this we need lots of the uh animals to shit to make to the soil better, the, yeah. the, 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 so you get uh hummus or not mm-hmm. hummus um pumice there was a lot of false equivalencies in this uh documentary and uh, sort of slanted statistics. And I'm glad they went on to uh, debunk it. Okay. Rate to, it. To confirm my bias. Rate it's a, it. It's a two. Oh, my God. That's very high. Matt? Yeah. Wait, what did you give? Oh, you gave a two. This. No, didn't? No, whatever. Uh, I give this a uh, 0.5. And I'm with Matthew. I give it a 0.5 as well. Because I want to give it a zero, but I just don't want to be rude to Chris Cresson because it's not his fault. This was just a, a fucking, oh, it was just so boring. It would be much lower had I not just seen Game Changers. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I just tried to think to myself, like the whole time I was listening, I was like, what genre of people would be even remotely interested in this podcast? I guess if you were really into nutrition. Hunters. If you had just watched Game Changers... And believed it. And started and, going against meat eaters and, and then hunters. You, you were now sure, being enlightened. Sure. That would make sense. Then I would give it like a four. Because it, it was sure. in that case that it's super enlightening. But just to the layman who probably didn't watch Game Changers and who doesn't give a fuck. This was like three hours I'll never get back. This thing got a point five. Like you get 500 on your SAT for writing your name. Like just because two people sat down. And spoke on the record. It got a point five. It exists. Yeah, other, it's got to be yeah. rated. Yeah, uh, I got to give it a one. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> I got to give it a one too. I was just. I'm telling you, it. Throughout all the Joe Rogans, we always talk about confirmation bias, <laughs> and you hear that you like to hear what you want to hear, and the fact that I watched this and thought it was a crock, but didn't know, then turned this on, and they confirmed all my suspicions. Made it a positive experience. You know what I mean? That's why you want to give it something. Of course. If I had not seen Game Changers, this would be a zero. I wonder if the, it was reversed and the vegan thing turned out to be right. Would Joe be adamant about fighting it or is it because he believes? I'm sure you'd have that guy's car way. blow up or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this podcast. Yeah, uh, let's move on. We gave Simon this was just gonna, the right Simon wanted to veto this and I was I was an inch away from being like, I'm fine with that. Let's uh, final thought on Chris Cresser though, Kamar. Just in all fairness, he he, someone said it, but he looks and talks like he's a vegan. 
<laughs> he's so weak and like flimsy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say like, just because this was boring doesn't mean that he's a bad guy. It just, a bad guy. It was, it, he's not necessarily a bad guy, but this was a bad butt guest. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Last one, Tim J. Dillon. Which, 1390. Which someone did on purpose. This was Timothy production. J. The placement Dillon. of this podcast. You're saying it was recorded earlier in the week. And someone had the foresight to say, Let's Throw go. this on at the end. I'm sick of this getting thrown on the end shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I do not like thinking, oh, I got them all done and I'm thinking good. And then another one. I do. I'm not a fan. I, again, like a fucking moron, waited till Friday to listen to anything this week. So I really had to. Well, yeah, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot I am. there. It's because I just keep, because I'm not working. I just, I'm like, the week is endless. I'm just so bored here. I'm like, the week has no end. And then Friday comes along and I'm like, I really need to cram for fucking these guys are going to be here sunday so tim dylan is anointed we all agree anointed well the second appearance like hey he's in he's in he's really got a good foot all in did and he a come support. dressed as megan mccain no no, no he's wearing was he was wearing a, a a full sleeve polo black polo the white horse covered in jizz not his own jizz of course not that was the joke i was making come on he's gay oh i always forget that he's gay yeah. They never. <laughs> that's crazy, eh? He never talks about the fact that he's gay. That's- well, what do you want him to do? Gay people aren't just like, do you know I suck dick? I love sucking dick. I'm gay. Oh, just be like, a, be like a hetero person going, yeah, I got my dick sucking. Like, just talking about why. What, what's we, we know someone that does that. A lot of comed- gay comedians, I find, often mention that they're gay. In their act, maybe. No, even when they come on Rogan or whatever. What's the other like, game? Even, even, when, even when they come on <laughs> Rogan. I don't know. I'm trying to Rogan. think who's, a, who's another gay Andy comedian Dick? that's did been on Did he ever get Rogan? on? No, he did one. get on. He and was he, on Rogan. And he'd be your prime example. Oh, what's his name? Uh, who's the rough and tumble guy? That, not Black, not Lewis Black. Todd Black, not Todd. Todd, Black. Oh. Todd Berry, no, 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 no Glass, no, no. Todd Glass. Yeah. Glass. He's gay. Yeah. Was he on it? He yeah. was on Joe Rogan, and yeah. they talked all about it because yeah, he came he out. Kind of came out on yeah. like just before, that and that was his, yeah on Marin. But that was his only time on. Tim Dillon's been on twice since. I'm just saying he's on his way. He he really has found himself in a good place. Tim, no, Dillon. he's yeah, land on his feet. He's making moves. Did you see? We'll talk about it in the post show. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Simon froze uh, there. That no, was not an edit, just I, for the record. To, so this uh, was a great podcast because it. it went just through a bunch of current events and uh, riffed on all of them and then bounced back to Tim and what he's up to. They stayed on Epstein for a bit. You guys. Oh, yeah. You guys, oh, we're good there. We're, we're going to get there. We're going to oh, get there. Oh, I know. I want to say first, they're, I think they were talking about the um, Ukrainian girl. Yeah. Because they were talking about the, we the talked midget, about the yeah. midget and I, th- I think we ended suspended that it was probably some sort of farce or whatever. I was the one that said that. I said, okay, sorry, seemed, you did. No, yeah. no. And you said we to left. me after you were like, yeah, it did seem kind of, we had also then fought against it saying. Maybe. So it was just the cameras yeah, running. Yeah, yeah. But I think we walked away saying, I think it was. Yeah. It seemed a bit staged. So what anyway, were, Sorry. What were you talking about? So the eight year old girl who's actually 30 years old because right. they were shit hungry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I want to do a new hidden camera show where someone adopts a kid and no matter who they get, I walk in. 
<laughs> I'm Ricky. I'm three years old. Just to get their impression, then they get their kids. But I think it'd be a good one. The craziest part about that story, though, is that the next family who fought against them saying wanted that to get her, they age did turned back. Yeah, they live with. She lives with them it's now. Insane. Just she, waiting for her to kill them. She's a shyster. What a master manipulator! You Silver have to tongue, be. Silver tongue devil. Incredible. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, it made me want to write a screenplay. Like I was like, you could write the best sitcom based around this. And it's like some weird fucked up name, Indiana or Indianapolis or whatever it is. You sure. Know? Yeah. And there's people who have jobs with ties who are working on this case, arguing whether she's six or it's crazy, man. Every time it's a story you like, unless they t- proved it to you, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, of course. But I mean, how did you like? I, I don't know. <laughs> like when we, this, we're busy. Didn't have time to look at the adoptee. I, I just, no, know. but yeah, like you didn't look her. I don't know. Like, no, but the parents said right away they were like, "We always thought she was creepy." But what do you do? You you adopt this kid, and you're like talking to your wife. She was looking at me weird at the table tonight. Like you gotta love her, honey. You know. <laughs> no, but I'm not even talking about the creepiness. Like when you look someone in the eye, like. Do you not have an idea of how, I don't know, old they are? Obviously, she was a Ukrainian adoption agent. She just booked herself. No, there are for sure people I've met who you're totally shocked by their age. So just, I mean, it doesn't happen often. And that's just me. Simon, hold on, hold on. Shocked by their age. We're talking a difference of like, okay, I understand you being like, oh my God, you're 25 that's you know or you're 40 you look 25 that's great it's another thing being like you're 25 oh you look 11 i don't think it happens very often but what, uh, one of the things they said is she got in a uh, altercation with a three-year-old violently assaulted i wish and I then saw tried that. to push her mom into the electric fence I, I, i'd love to see that fight go down oh just times where they slip up and she beats the like, shit out of the baby you mean like an adult yeah <laughs> comes over she's smacking the shit out of the oh shit did either of you guys see that uh reddit video where it's some like japanese school or some it's some the parent comes over with the, to discipline the, the teacher no the yeah the, the teacher the dad beats the shit out of the teacher first yeah. he smacks her but then yeah beats the shit out of her man it's yeah. crazy i was with him i was like the you whole know thing's what? crazy oh no i was like that's no, I'm just saying, though, those two women, how one is holding the kid oh, and the yeah. other is just beating the fuck out of it. Can't like, do that. It's horrible. No, but that's justice served. Those are the videos where you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's angry at him for beating up a woman. In no, and you're glad cameras exist. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of those ones where you're confused. You're like, it's a guy beating up a woman, yeah. but you're like, but she did beat up his yeah. kid. Yeah, it's a real tough one. Yes, eye for an eye. Yeah, you're kind of sitting there going, I think everything's even here. I'm not certain. It's though. a push. <laughs> Feels like it. What was the other one I saw? Did you see the Arab woman using her kid as a weapon? No. She's holding her toddler and there's like a kerfuffle and she takes her kid, flips it upside down, holding it by the torso and like swings its feet. The child or a stroller? The child. Oh, I've, no, I've not seen that one. I'll find it for you after. What else you got there, Simon? I know you got some Epstein. I know you got two pages of well, Epstein there. There's definitely a space these days for hot women who hate immigration. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. They were just talking about Elizabeth Hasselback on The View. and uh, Megan Kelly is so hot. I also didn't know that Rosie O'Donnell talked about uh, Tower, Tower 7. 7. Yeah, oh yeah. You remember that? No, no I don't because I never watched The View. 
well, I just, I don't, I didn't watch the view either, no, I but just, I remember. I never remember that being in the A movie. truther would be mentioned Tower Seven, right? Yes. Yeah, she's a truther. She, yeah, she's a truther. Confirmed. <laughs> What do you guys think? Did you see that uh, Greta von Thurberg time traveling uh, picture? Well, the, well, that what sets off the discussion with the Ukrainian. That That's right. She yeah. does look weird. Veta von Thurberg. Yeah. Well, that picture, I don't. Th- I think that's not true. I know. Oh, sorry. It's a fakening. I yeah. I obviously she's not a time traveler, but I also don't think that that's a real picture. But even though, when you look at her, she looks weird. And I feel bad saying that because she's she, probably related to that Ukrainian woman. She's, she's got enough problems. You should be ashamed of yourself. You know what's absolutely <laughs> a film that they have to make is this Mormon v cartel thing. Yes, because that is like you couldn't write better cinema. That is fucking crazy. It is. It really is. It and really is. I think they've run them out. I think they're all leaving. They're all leaving Mexico. Yeah, I think that this is the tipping point. Well, can, or trying to. Can they come back to the States? Won't uh, they be arrested? I don't know about that. It I, would I, be I so know. good if we came out at the end that the cartel was just like, we can't have polygamists living here. <laughs> it was a moral <laughs> yeah, issue. Yeah, it was a moral thing. Yeah, that's Dude, like, <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be, well, it probably is. They're fucking like staunch Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> well, it re- but it really is a crazy and... The fact that, you know, we all know the cartels have no limits, like to Fuck no. blow up a, a, car, yeah. a minivan of uh, kids. And- can you hold this uh, beheaded child? Because I have to stop this polygamy. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't quite add up, but it should be. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. And it's way back. 1800s, right? No, it's the early 90s. 19- 1800s when the Romneys went there. Well, when well, hold on a second, when was Mormonism even invented? It's the 1900s. Well, then it couldn't be the 1800s. No, it could not be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're myth busting your own shit here, man. Don't mind. I got it right. I Kumar guess. just threw an interception uh, to himself. <laughs> well, you, well, you don't know that. I'll find out right now. Well, you don't know that. But they were, what I found interesting, this is jumping way ahead, is they were talking about that slavery thing how many slaves there were in uh, 1860 and America's population yeah, 10%. <laughs> but America's population at that time was 31 million yeah which we're at right now yeah it's 31 33 yeah. million in Canada well hopefully we have less than 10% slaves though um i'm going to say 19 uh the mormon church when was it started i'm going to say 1908 this will be our movie game and I say that Mormonism was started in 1892. All right. Now, what was its budget and what is its gross today? Okay. So the budget would have been, I don't know, cheap, cheap because it was just plates, but golden plates. So, oh, fuck. I, I mean, a couple hundred bucks and they've probably grossed. I mean, not Scientology money, but it's got to be way up oh, there. Oh, I think no longer. T- oh, they, have, they have Mitt Romney money for sure. You guys are in for a surprise. Let's hear it. April 6th, 1830. Oh, wow. Well, I'm closer. Way off. Well, we all thought the 1900s, so I didn't myth any busts <laughs> or bust any myths. <laughs> I was correct. 1830. Okay. That makes sense. Very it's good. Long, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It was two people ago. Well, in, in that, looking at it that way, yeah. That's three people ago. Not long ago at all. Two people who live extremely long lives. 
extremely long okay. lives. Okay. So I think it's interesting that I talked about Prince Andrew at the end of our last podcast. Yeah. And they talked about how. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about because I hadn't seen the uh, when you talked about the, but let's talk about that interview for a second because bad idea. Well, he's a. Was it you who was saying he's autistic? No, they said it on this podcast. Oh, they said it on this podcast. Oh, I think they started saying it after this interview. They were like, he is autistic. He's been autistic for years. Or just certain way he says things. I've never seen a more fucking bullshit video in my you whole You know what life. I mean? It was just... It was, it was, don't do it, man. That made you look way worse. It was, it was somebody thinking they could convey something because people don't know anything. Right. But there's like any self-awareness that they did the complete opposite but the queen should have known because she knows who this fucking guy is that he wouldn't have been able to convince anybody of anything well his publicist quit two weeks before when he agreed to do this and i love how they kick him oh the queen kicks him out of buckingham palace yeah so what she rents him a cushy office right across the street like go fuck yourself man this is ridiculous i think what's interesting now is either he disappears has a heart attack. That's the only point. Why do you think that though? Like it's already done. It's out there. What's to I be love gained now that by you killing think they're going to disappear a fucking. What's to be gained by, ki- what's to be gained by killing him? So him doing this, the damage has been done. Well, He's no longer a liability to anyone to exposing anything. He kn- He knows more than he said he did. And he says he's willing to cooperate. So I see somebody other than the royal family will have him killed. Because I really truly believe that they killed Epstein. I think that all has to do with the queen. And who else has she killed? And now it's the queen, not the Clintons. And it's just tisk tisk for hanging around with him? I think the Clintons are on that list. They would have had every reason to do it, but I think in this case, she was trying to cover for Prince Andrew, and it got out anyways, you know? So, you think Epstein was like a smoking aces type of deal, where like just 15 different groups had hits out on him? We already said this, murder on the Orient Express, man. I truly believe that. I like that. I like that. But, so the royal family just went, you're a fucking idiot. You're, and like, he just got a tongue lashing? By the way, that's what I think. Okay. I know you sent it to us in the thread and I didn't comment. I called that shit. I was the one that said on this podcast, I was like, they need to watch the fucking two guards and see what happens to them. And it's happening now. That's exactly it. I fucking said that. I was like, watch out because whatever happens to these two guys will be super important. What's that look, Simon? Well, I I just think that that's just total bullshit with the two guards. Like, if they survive. Either way, like they're just looking for a fucking patsy and they're feeding it. Like the two guards had nothing fucking to do with it. Somebody paid the money and that was the end well, of it. Yeah, but what I'm saying though is it's a, it, it's a means to an end, Simon, is down the road you might find out that. And then it really hammers home that fucking... The problem is, is if we find out even three months from now, it won't matter because the memes will be dead and we'll be onto a new meme. The cat meme and the angry lady will be fucking gone as well. You, you know that cat's from Ottawa? Yeah, somebody... Yes, uh, yes, the cat's from Ottawa. Instagram does yeah, like that. You think that the um, nothing and there is no significance when it comes to the two uh, guards? Well, I mean, I think there is, but there was just never a doubt in my mind that these two schmucks had something to do with it. So unless you're saying that they're going to be murdered... I just... I always think when people get arrested, that means things can't open up. 
when an investigation's happening, you know what I mean? More what's, could be I, unraveled. What, I, it's what Simon's, what Simon's arguing, though, is he's saying it seems like them acting well, of course, they're like, oh, we do care because look, we're we're going to charge too. Yeah, we we got to the bottom of it. it they're was, Lee Harvey it Oswald. It was Lee. yeah, it was the fucking jail guards. No, it's not the jail guards, man. It's so much fucking bigger than that. And the fact that they're even trying to like, don't even push that on us because it's bullshit. Also, the more super interesting thing was that uh, <laughs> I think we may have discussed it before, but where's any footage of the first time? We know this time everything uh, malfunctioned or whatever, but yeah. why is the first one, to, oh, we'll take your word for it after all this happened. I'm sure what you're and saying is on the And even more to the point, he should have been under the most scrutiny possible. The, all eyes should be on him because he had just tried to kill himself. Well, first of all, oh, how, how, does he, how does he have a cellmate? Period. How does he have a cellmate, Matt? That cellmate should be an informant. Well, no, but even then, you don't, like, as far as I know... They don't usually put child pedophile people in the like. You don't usually get a, a cellmate, do you? You're this usually in solitary. Is the star this guy was the highest profile? Me. Hold on a second. Hold on a fucking second. This guy is the highest caliber witness we've probably ever had getting ready to go on trial. But they don't know that till they arrest him. No one knows that to their right. There should be no reason why this guy is even in a normal prison. He should have been kept under lock and key by the FBI somewhere totally different until the date of his trial. But when even when he got arrested, this wasn't known. You know what I mean? Okay, fine. But the it was like this. I I last year I say Epstein and you guys are yeah, okay, something, and it was sort of like maybe heard of it. But it was just deep in um, uh, conspiracy lore. If in the last six months before it happened, everyone knew about Epstein and was like, we finally got him, that'd be a different story. When he got arrested, it wasn't that big a deal. Okay, hold on a second, though, because this just I just started thinking about this, and I think this is really important. This guy, whether or not they just figured out about... The second that they understood what he was, Kamar... He should have been yanked from normal prison systems. Why are we even having a discussion? He should have been under lock and key somewhere that nobody knew about until he got a chance to spill the beans on everybody from the fucking president to the ex-president to the prince. To so the if queen. that's the case, everybody's in on it. I mean, the real question, Simon, is why don't they just grand jury subpoena him right away? I mean, they have him arrested. They don't even need to do that. Why don't they just get him in front of a prosecutor instantly? Right away. What about right her? Away, what about her? Well, I'm How just is she still out there? Because she is a fucking agent, 100%. Well, she's like Joe, just because someone comes through the camera doesn't mean you have to talk to them. But like, why aren't there so sensationalist He's talking news? about uh, Giselle. Maxwell. Giselle. Yeah, yeah, I'm just... I, why I are there TMZ, whatever, like running up to her? You know what I mean? Hold on. No, let's go back to Matt's point because that's a really good point. Sorry. You have a guy who can literally blow the cover off an international cabal of pedophiles and you don't put him right away in front of a fucking, um, I don't well, even know Simon, what we you know go the answer. Under. There's a lot of job, like who wants to go after the biggest jobs in the world? Cause you're not going to have your job two days after if you take, you know what I mean? Like, 
Well, if Trump <laughs> is say- if Trump is who he always claimed he was, he should have fucking made sure that that he's happened. He's been to the island. Him and Ivanka have been to the island. No, I don't, photos I don't, of them. I don't think they have been to the island. Well, there's photos of them with Epstein at, anyway. At so. Malala. Mala- Lara Largo. Malalagro. I really think we've have found the most out about Jeffrey Epstein since his death. Yeah, but we have. Everyone. But they knew what they had. No, okay, fuck well, that. You're about, telling me the CIA we're and the stuff with they. It wasn't right. CIA. This is nothing to do with CIA. Well, maybe he was CIA. You, okay, I, I, I don't know. Sure. I mean, I, I, I don't even know what we're arguing anymore. He was arrested when he got off a plane coming back to uh, America from France. Fine. What You're, did they arrest him with and for? For f- uh, having sex with uh, underage girls, I believe. Was yeah, it? it wasn't even for operating a pedophile ring. Not in Florida, but in New York. So statutory rape. No, it wasn't even statutory rape. It was some weird human trafficking. It might have been because it was. So this sort is my like, question: though. How do they have him on human trafficking? The massage it, it parlor. Wasn't, or something. It wasn't human trafficking. It wasn't human. Moving trafficking. them from someplace I, to someplace. I don't know. White well, slavery. Look how little we fucking know. After all this time. Well, I, my point I thought you guys is, would know. You guys are fucking on this all the time. Well, I'm not passing this I'm yet. telling you what I know, and you're sort of shooting me down. But I'm just saying, when he got arrested, it nobody was, shooting you down. His his relationship his relationship to um, Giselle Maxwell. No, the owner of uh, Victoria's Victoria Secret. We got the house from. Yeah, that only came out after he died. Like, you know what I mean? No, that did not only come out after he died. Yeah, it did. I don't, I don't think that's right, man. Well, it wasn't Cabadas before. As soon as he was in jail. Because Prince Andrew, all these names started on, coming up. Hold on a second. Hold It'd be on a second. too hard to track down. No, no, I can tell you right now. Hold on. <laughs> oh, this is good for the podcast. And I, I'll check after. Yeah, it's fine. Why don't we just move yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because Tim Dillon loves conspiracies. And he came up with the best conspiracy I've heard in a long time. Tell me, Kamar, because I think I agree with you. The, the Biden for president. Oh, I love it. Which it goes to, and I realized what you were trying to say last week is making Trump president makes whoever goes up there, no matter how stupid or whatever look, seems better. So then you can put whatever person you want, because if he were to become president and make vice uh, president Hillary Clinton, then he gets impeached on stuff and she becomes president. Or anything happens to him and, and de- he be- she becomes president. He's on death's door sort of thing. Already. They're already setting the stage for Nosferatu. all of that stuff, man. So if that happens, Tim Dillon is... Got his finger on a nice pulse because I like that one. I thought that was very interesting. Absolutely, because look, I've been I've been racking my brain trying to figure out how they're going to get her in there. Because she keeps murmuring, so she must be relevant for some reason. But that would make sense, wouldn't she? Be she would be like the new Donald Rumsfeld, or not Donald Rumsfeld? Dick I'm sorry, Cheney. Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. It, it, it couldn't be more perfect. It's juicy. It's pretty fucking juicy. She's not gonna. You guys are fucked. She's not going to be vice president. She's not going to run at if she does, they're not going to get in. And what are the rules about just humor me for a second? What are the rules about changing your vice president? Cuz who would she bring could in? Could she run, no, could he run on somebody else and then slip her in? No, I don't think you can do that, but I'm we're Canadian, so how the fuck would I know? Yeah, I I'd, I'd like to know that. Hmm. I Listen, don't know. I, I mean, but it's a deep juicy all the pieces are still alive for that conspiracy to go off. You know what Epstein totally does do, though, is 
or, or I think anyways, is it lets people say, okay, something I maybe thought before wasn't anything to do with the government being um, shady, I can now look back on with new eyes. That was that was kind of a question. It's a red you know? pill. A little bit. So at least now they were saying it. You could look back on JFK and you're like, okay, I always was kind of fighting this idea that it was an inside. But no, now I see. Nothing's that far-fetched. I don't, I don't think then so. Let's go on because they went off on uh, McChrystal getting fired by Obama. Yeah. And I bet you. Who went off? Joe went off. I think that's going to be a new bit. Sorry, enlighten me. I, I, Joe was I, talking about how Obama fired the guy because he said that Obama looked intimidated when he met with the... Oh, the, the military guy. Yeah. yeah. Just all, that whole sequence and like, you want a guy? This mess is going overhead to adhere to the same... Because he also called some of the guy a clown. He said, this guy is on edge and intense and going to not talk. But just hold on a second because let's just take this situation all right when trump came into office and he meets with the head of the fbi who was that kamar who ends up getting fired mccovney no comey yeah thank you so comey comes in and he tells him look we're about to uh open this uh dossier on you blah 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 even if he hadn't had done that Trump might fire him anyways because you want these people around you to be people you can trust. Isn't it the same kind of thing? I think so. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, but, no, but as Joe said, I think you can say, what do you... Oh, sorry, Mr. President. You, you know what I mean? There should have been an understanding unless he was threatened by him. Mm-hmm. Another interesting parallel between JFK and this whole Epstein thing is that it's they both had this um, murder on the Orient Express thing going where so many people wanted them dead. Epstein had so many enemies. JFK had made so many enemies. Like, But you make enemies by making friends and then not honoring uh, or just commitment. friends. Well, that's one way to make enemies. Another way to make enemies is by, uh, you know, busting open people's parties and wanting to see things that you're not privy to. And I think one of the situations, though, talking about the JFK is like the mob helped him get elected and then his brother started busting them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, there were all sorts of things. There was uh, the space race. There was possible aliens. Well, after listening to too was... much tinfoil hat, the space race. Uh, I heard there's Nazis on the moon right now, man. <laughs> Which I'm sure Tim Dillon would go there. But he doesn't like those kind of conspiracy. He likes murder, um, abduction, that sort of stuff. I find. I find he sticks more to like... Uh, plausible where sam is just willing to yes. anunnaki the yes. fuck out of whatever yes. which at, i'm fine with but at that's any time. Just, uh, and i thought because i was tried to figure out what i could do for the movie game but um he says people often refer to him as chucky oh my god so i thought we could use child's play for the movie game Oh, slip it in there that is the biggest stretch for a movie game we have ever had usually we don't oh, even bother no he brought it up he brought up the movie child's play yeah that i looked did. like chucky he said he looked like the people say oh, i look you, like chucky Kamar, you are absolutely correct sir i take back everything negative i said about oh you. hold on to it you never know over all time there's a big problem with the movie game which i'll talk about in the uh, post joe 
Where is... Uh, oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> There's a major controversy. Yeah, this major. Rock. Major the controversy. The of the movie game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I apologize. I don't know what, how we're going to fix it, yeah. but we're going to fix it. I don't it. know what you guys are talking about. Oh, we'll someone talk, are, I can't know. Save it for the post show. Save it for the post show. Okay, I want to bring it up because it's okay. this is serious and I don't want to make light of it. Okay. Simon, what are you doing? Other than making a racket. Okay, Chucky, I'm going to say... It came out in... uh, Matt, write it down. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is Child's Play 1. Thank you. The only one. Not the whole franchise. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. Um, All right. I got my year down. Okay. I got mine as well. I have 1991. I have 1997. November 9th, 1988. Whoa. Jesus. 1988. Do I got a, cl- a point for being closer? No. No, oh, you got to you got to bang it on. Okay. But you should use the date you now know for a time period of budgets and yeah. grosses, I suppose. 1988. You thought 97? I did my math wrong. <laughs> no, 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 but I literally did my math wrong cuz I was using my birth date. I would would have said 1987. Convenient. No, but I okay, whatever. Believe me, don't believe me, Matt. I don't care. Oh, we got to do this, don't we? Yeah. Um, okay, budget. Fuck. So budget for child's play. This is going to... I'm. There's no way I'm going to be anywhere fucking close to this. <laughs> You'll be closer than you were with Men in Black. Go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, okay. Jesus Christ. I have no fucking idea on this one. Um... All right, I'm ready. Okay, I got it. Two numbers, boys. Okay, uh, for the budget, I have $12 million, and the box office, I had 29.5. I said 20 and 115. <laughs> You're way closer. I don't know how to score it. It's $9 million budget and $44 million. Oh, that's all I me. That, I think that's two points for you. Yeah, yeah brutal. Because you're nowhere in the... Nowhere. Not even <laughs> in the, the territory. Well, wait, yeah. where, what did he say? Sorry? $12 million. And 29. And it was what? Nine and 44. You had a $20 million budget, which is way off, oh, and $112 You lost that in every yeah. way, shape, and form. Ever since we've got all fucking uh, tech on the movie game, Matt's really got a Well, we've hold. only done it twice, so yeah. take it But easy. I do have a stranglehold on it. There's been yeah. some, some issues. I thought it also got very uh, comic-centric when they started talking about uh, just comedy and stuff, and I swear to God, when they say... Even when they said they were going for their open mics and like they'd get on and then there'd be that feeling that the person say actually got bumped like, okay, that's cool. (laughs) I still have that. I swear to God, I drove up to Carp and went into the show and it was like in a restaurant. (laughs) There's probably held 40 people. You know what I mean? But the the bar is right there and there's no stage and it's just like (laughs) people are eating three feet from my crotch sort of thing. And then back and waiting there for 45 minutes. It's like, oh, I think it got canceled. Like, it's not going to be the end of Will for me. It never ends. Do like, you remember your first set? Yeah, I do. Tell me about it. It was what are you at, about? we were there. It was at Yuck Yucks. Yeah. And we went to uh, the corner, not the corner, standard afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember the MC was uh, Matt Carter. It was just an open mic. It was, a, it, it was it was amateur Wednesday night. night. It was the Wednesday night you yeah. just sign up for. It. I mean, 
the amount of people I brought out to that that turned you up and stuff, the place. it was crazy. And had I kept that momentum, we'd be stars. Wasn't yeah, that but- for some competition, though? No, no, no. It, was, it wasn't. Since we've gotten into the game, we know what it is, but that, it was just a normal night for the person involved. They just put Kamar on last because they were like, holy fuck, all these people are here to see you. We need to keep them drinking. I doubt that was even a production idea, but um, I guarantee you it was. That night was so big to me because it's my first time trying, but. And you killed it. Any other night, Wednesday is the same. Yeah, of course. Like, it was a big deal that night, but it just isn't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and that room is work. But, uh, I love listening to the idea of uh, no one wants to follow Joey Diaz. That emptiness, like what a disappointment! So many people are, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Unless, like, I don't think he opens for Joe anymore. Maybe would for something special, but well, I think he's on his own level now. I think everyone's kind of on their own level. I guess Tony still opens for Joe here and there. He's flown the most with him. <laughs> I mean, is that is that really opening when you're playing for 22,000 people? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, I get it. You're opening, but that's that opening is 10 sweet- times bigger than a high a headliner at a different club, you know? Well, any- yeah, but still they're giving it to like they gave it to what's her name and she's like 22 or 21. So it's still you're still an opener. Ali Bukowski. Yeah. I mean, she's the only one who's not like an established comedian who's doing these huge shows. She's, she's on the map, saying. but uh, it's the easiest okay. <laughs> spot you'll ever have. Yeah, because it's not like jived up. They're happy. They're in a good mood. I'm doing uh, two weeks. I'm doing a corporate where I'm introducing uh, one guy to tell jokes for a half hour to 40 people who all work together in a restaurant. So I got to go for 15 minutes and warm it up. We know how that went for you last time. Well, that's my own work. But in any event, I might tell that story to this one. I was thinking about it because it's a different thing when you're telling jokes to just randos. It's one group of people, you know what I mean? You really want to connect with them. But anyways, I got to warm them up. Because if Jim, or sorry, I dropped the name, the, the, the headliner comes up with nothing warmed up, he's got to warm up for half, you know what I mean? So I'm being thrown to the wolves just to loosen the room up. If you're opening for Joe Rogan, they're loosening up. They're just, they're just dying for Joe. So Well, I'll tell you though, with those huge stadium shows, there is so much shit going on. I think the opening act, it's hard because it's so fucking chaotic and hectic. I actually want to agree with Simon for a different reason. I think it'd be tough. Well, no, I agree with you. I just, I think it'd be tough because um, there's actually a lot of pressure. Like, think about it like this. If you're not Tony Hinchcliffe, or even if you are Tony Hinchcliffe, they know who Joe Rogan is. But this is how I react to every person that I that face that I don't know walking up to the stage to do stand-up fuck this person they're not funny that's dude that is across the board my reaction to every person that takes the stage and then it's up to them to prove me wrong no it's true it's like yeah this guy doesn't look like he's gonna be funny exactly did you see bill burr when he came to ottawa i've seen yeah i've seen him yeah okay Twice. which one I, I saw him at the the i saw him at lansdowne and at uh, the nac i think but both times paul verzi opened for him right yeah and I was uh, listening to Paul Verzi on Chrysler's cast. Yeah. <clears throat> and he said after Ottawa, Bill came aside and was like, dude, that was crazy. So one of those sets, which wasn't shit to you, Bill Burr said to this other guy, dude, you, you, you knocked him dead. 
you know what I mean? So it's your one person. Well, we didn't say that Verzi was shit. Well, he says everyone's shit who opens. No, no. no. What saying... I said was oh, before you've said a word, when you walk up to the mic, that 10 seconds, 15 seconds, five seconds, whatever it is, my immediate judgment, if I don't know your face, is fuck you, fucko. You're not funny. You need to work. Your jokes need to be funny for me to you, laugh at. Them. I don't. If I know you. I don't care who you're opening I think it's for. harder. Do you, you don't remember that set Verzi had or whether he was no. really funny? No, I remember Burr killed it. It was like fucking 10 years ago. Well, Bill Burr Definitely said to quite a while ago, you witnessed the best set of a guy's life <laughs> and you don't remember it. You know what So I mean? he said it was in Ottawa. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I thought it was super interesting, mm-hmm. but it's like just not falling apart is doing well. It gets to a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, 200 people to 5,000 people laugh is still a good thing. I mean, unless the other 4,800 are booing. If they're not paying attention because they're just waiting for someone to come on, so be it. I still disagree, though. If I'm if I'm performing for 5,000 people and 200 of them are laughing, oof. That's a tough however but we're, long. But we're assuming because most people are just not are not caring or whatever. No, because when listen, when the opener... You do pay op- attention. Oh, to I, I okay. give them a hunt. No, no. Come on. I think you got me wrong. I, I must have got you wrong. It's just an automatic judgment. Thank of you. Dickishness. He's not saying it's a good thing. He's oh, just yeah. saying but that's because thing, Matt is, and I'm in the same boat. I, I do it too. Unconsciously. Yeah. Well, now consciously. It's the, it's the you ain't shit gene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool. I also think that the one thing that I'm good at is maybe being funny. So... I also have that where I'm like, eh, I probably know where you're going on most of this. But no, but come on. I honestly, what I'm saying is my point is unless you're an established comedian whose face I know or I've seen your, I've seen your set and you've made me laugh, that just the 15 seconds of them walking up, I'm judging them going, you're not funny. You have to make me laugh. Proof. And then once they've started, if you make me laugh, then I'm, I'm all in with you. And then do you have a moment of reflection and like, What's wrong with me? That I'm Always. Not of course. Of course. I never do. <laughs> no, I have a soul. Yeah, of course. Come on. I'm always like, oh, I'm a real judgmental prick. You know how sometimes on this show they stumble across a great idea and they don't even know they've stumbled across a great idea? Tinder for street fighting. That, oh, I'm sure that's coming down. <laughs> it's the called Fight Hub. Come on. That's pretty good. But no, Fight Hub is not that good. Fight Hub's not that good. Would you guys go watch you, Street You fights? just thought about it, and you're like, yeah, it's not. Well, no, there was some reason I thought it was good, though. It's fine. Pornhub. Fight Hub. No, like no, no. There was something better than that. I'll get there, though. Anyways, well, though. Fight Hub, Fight Club. Oh, Fight Hub, Fight Club. Thank you. Pornhub. Yes, it's it very, is, it's very well. good. Thank you, Matt. That's the type of name you get and you work backwards on. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Diefenbunker. <laughs> Thank you, Diefenbunker. Um, no, what I was going to say, though, is if you like fighting... That's not a terrible idea. You like put in your weight, your experience, and some guy pulls up in a fucking Uber some and you overly, fight them. Some overly experienced wife beater shows up and just kicks the living fucking Sounds like a Tracy Morgan joke. Listen, I'm not saying I want to do it, but there are people out there. Um, people pay to have some piss in their mouth. Too. That's right. Would you go to watch these unsanctioned street fights if there was another app to watch them? <laughs> would you? you yeah, probably the, would. The eh? Uber driver would be filming it. Bloodsport. Um, would I go? Yeah, no. no. You'd like to say. <laughs> I'd like to say yes, but I'm just thinking about. It. I'm like, that's like 
Dude, Savagery, if, people are, you know? if people are getting robbed showing up for Pokemon shit, if you show up for for Fight Hub, you're definitely going to get robbed there. And you're assuming at the UFC fight there is some safety involved for the fighters and mm-hmm. everything's proper. You can see something go horribly wrong in some back alley and be yeah. an accomplice to a yeah. crime all of a sudden. Exactly. I still think it's... I'm sure it exists. I'm sure there's fight clubs on Facebook. And oh, I'm sure there's a Reddit... I'm sure there's a subreddit. You know I mean? Like, who wants to meet up and fucking bang knuckles? <laughs> And people show up. Too. Yeah. Who's who's down for a good old Donnybrook? Meet me at the corner of Bank and Sunnyside. Let's fucking go, bud. <laughs> I'm still on it, but I don't like Facebook. They were talking about apps like that. Like, at least... Uh, what does on it mean, though? I was like on Like, you it. check it. Do you check it once a day? Scrolling, probably, maybe. It's on your phone? Yeah. I just... You know what, Kamar? I took Remove Facebook it. off my phone years ago. Don't regret it at all. It's not no, even no. something I think about. I, I, I feel awful if I actually post something. Yeah, Facebook. Like why sucks. am I contributing to this yeah. garbage? I keep Instagram on my phone, and Reddit's. I mean, Reddit is the tougher one to stay off of, to be honest, because no. it's a wealth of T- Twitter's nonsense. For you can watch a uh, pornography. Porno. You can watch sex. Pornography. What a weird. Well, I just know there's some children listening. I do want to say a cock in the ass. You but there we are. You don't hear about Twitter banning anybody anymore. They've got on it, yeah. And uh, Gavin McKinnis is back on YouTube and stuff. It's yeah. all it's all balancing itself out for the best. And I was thinking the other day, a good way to put it is all the offensive things like Epstein or uh, firings or Trump being president. How can peace, no, people? That's an offensive thing. <laughs> how can people possibly be offended by comedians? How crazy the world is on the outside, and you come in a comic club and say, "At least here we can have decency." It's just a, it's a shitty request. Don't go to comic clubs if you can't laugh at anything. Well, you shouldn't be going to comic clubs if you don't want to laugh. Period. That's period. just stupid. Yeah, it's like going to the movies if you don't want to watch a movie. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But some people, I know, there's people who probably wouldn't want to watch the Joker movie just for the same reason you don't want to then watch. Don't it twice. go fucking watch the Joker movie. Yeah, it's it's super simple. There's people who go see it three or four times. Well, good for them. But if you go to the movie thinking it's going to be a happy-go-lucky Joker movie. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or whatever. But no Joker movie go do it. You're going to think it's happy-go-lucky. But I get your point. I know better. You know what's a crazy conspiracy theory that I had never heard before that makes zero sense to me but made me laugh? Go on. Michelle Obama. A man. A man. Like, come on. And Jamie for, was like, I'm not looking that up. Yeah, well, nor <laughs> should he. any but research wait, into let's that. just unpack this for one second, okay? Because you know how you're always asking me who's to gain from whatever? Like, tell me. What? Who? Why? Uh, racist white person. Uh, just so, uh, so it's just a troll. It's I, not a conspiracy. Hopefully, theory. but it's something I could a, totally see Alex Jones yelling about. Yeah, I know. Okay, so if Alex Jones, was but they're out of office. It, what does it matter now? No, even while she was in office, or he was in office, um, he was in office. She was his wife. <laughs> really get our genders caught up there. No, I'm saying what would be the point? Why? Why would? Because he was married to a man and they just couldn't say that? And he, yeah, he was engaging, engaging in anal sex and not vagina sex. Well, then but we have she a had been pretending to be a man for a really no, long time. It's all time. washed because then the kids are adopted. Oh, and they're and actually the kids, 45 right. years old. Yes, Russians. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's from fucking Kenya, so it all works out anyway. <laughs> well, he did never show his birth well, certificate. Well, don't go there because his adopted father and the CIA and it gets crazy. The well, Barack he's, Obama a ro- he's a Rockefeller. 
him a rocker fella michelle michelle obama being a man is the least of the sketchy <laughs> shit going on with that if you were not if you were unpacking his closet that would be the last drawer you look in <laughs> and the least interesting of all this stuff oh man that's hilarious come here are we done no we have so much more oh my god we're at three hours okay we, can, we can be done this this i one of the it, maybe it's because my mic dude, was my mic out for like a half hour there. No, we lose some serious content. <laughs> I thought this should be a two hour podcast I based was, on what happened. I was hoping it was going to be, but I knew, I knew. I was like, No, I don't. I understand. was like, What Josh, do you know? What do you know? I just knew. I was like, Homie, well, because this is what happens. We come in laxed on these ones because we're like, We got plenty of time, and then someone like Homie, we spend an hour on. And then the one that we said we were only going to spend like a minute on, we actually spent like 20, 25 minutes on. And so we spend so much time on one, we feel obligated to at least spend this much time on the next yeah, one. Yeah, and it or just else snowballs. It seems, no, I don't think that's how it should work. <laughs> well, what do you want from me, man? I'm not. This isn't a ship with a fucking... Uh, a gotta, rudder. This is a rudderless yeah, vessel. That's exactly what this is. And we're not stopping yet, which no. is even crazier. But I just said, I thought it was a two-hour podcast. And there's a blue whale cresting over it? No. And you know how last week you guys were talking about you couldn't talk? Now, granted, we talked together, but there must be a breakdown in a three-hour podcast, whether you talk an hour, I talk an hour, you talk an hour, or those vary. Minus Who do you think talks our the most awkward tomorrow? pauses. I don't know, man. What is he saying? I don't understand. I think I, think I talk the least. You definitely what talk say. the least. I think I talk the most. There it is. I didn't want I to say. I guess that it. would put me in the I'm middle. Say it. I don't, but I don't know. You'd have to do it. So and, and you're good. So what you guys are saying is, yeah. I'm the sweet Oreo filling in this. Basically, what I'm saying is, I fill space, you edit, and Kamar fucking holds down this program. Oh, he was so. Oh, Simon. <laughs> let's move on. Okay, Simon's. let's just rate this week and be done. <laughs> no, but do you understand what I'm saying? No, I don't. I don't even know where you're fucking coming from. If we all, okay, if we all talk for three hours, yeah. and we all do equally, then each of us. Talks on a podcast for an hour. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. If we split three hours three ways, <laughs> and it if would there's be no one dead air each. at all, if you take out all the yes, that's yeah. the space that keeps the yeah, yeah. molecules of the universe yes. together. Obviously, you can do it. You could talk for an hour. You do it, but it's in a conversation. So you're saying this podcast should be three hours because we each speak one hour? No. No. no I just said three hours is a magic number. We it could be two hours, and however we want to divide that up. But you, we talk that long. You said you guys said I couldn't talk for five minutes. It's excruciating doing your own podcast. I wouldn't want to do it. Well, there's a total difference between taking the amount of time that we're in discussions, breaking that down, saying it's an hour, and then saying, "Oh, well, you could talk to nobody for an hour." Yeah, but that's a different stat. I'm just cherry picking one thing and saying it's possible. <laughs> oh, so you're doing game hey, changes? Hey, exactly. you know what else? This is all post Joe stuff. <laughs> this is why this is a three hour episode. Yeah, let's rate it. Possibly. There we go. Rate the episode, Simon. Please, unst, thank you. I am going to give this episode a four. Yep, a four. I give it a three and a half. There's some dead air when they shouldn't have put on uh, his Instagram posts. Oh, my. Too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, I it, mean, in general, this was like a three hour, ten minute. What did you give it, Kamar? Three and a half. And Matthew? Uh, Dr. Flathew? Flathew Discman gives it a, I mean, I'll give it a four. Good work. Being generous. And now do you guys want to go back and re-rate the week? Yeah, of course. We, this is what we've been doing recently. See if the numbers... Um, 
I guess I give the week, uh, yeah, three and a half. It's closer to a four, but I don't do that three, seven, five shit. Yeah. Well, that I, I'm definitely giving it a three, seven, five in retrospect. I don't know what I gave it in the first place. And, uh, what did you say, Matt? Three and a half. Three and a half. And Kamar? That's what I think I'm doing. I'm going like a three, seven, five, four. And I was at a two and a half, I think. A three, seven, five, four? Three, seven, five, Dash four. Dash four. Yeah, he's somewhere four. in that range. Just like what you said. And uh, I know my last score on Tim Dillon was trying to make my numbers work. What did we rate at the beginning, Simon? At the beginning, we rated it. Da, 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 da. He didn't actually write it down. Huh, I did. Just hold on a second. I rated it a 2.5. 2.5 from Kamar, a 2.5 from Simon, and a 3 from Matt. In retrospect, we all went up huge. Mm-hmm. I only went up 0.5. Yeah, you only went up 0.5, but yeah. you said it would have been a four. But in retrospect, we all went up huge. Yes. Okay, Chris Kresser was the submarine, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah he, Chris sunk, he sunk the week, week for sure. Down. Again, not really his fault, just a terrible topic that no one should ever give two fucking shits about. Now, back to our new category, which one of the week would you recommend? Oh, I would uh, definitely homie for sure. I mean, it's either Homie or Dylan, but Dylan, I feel like you could get anywhere. Homie, you would have never heard from. Unless, That's it. Yeah. There's no, so there's it's definitely no homie. contest. It's, it's a homie. resounding. It's Homie. Yeah, no of contest. Is, if yeah. you had to pick one episode to listen to Best this week, week, it's Homie for I sure. I agree. That's in an agreement. Homie wins the week. Um, that being said, real quick, uh, I promised someone I would give him a shout out. I'm just praying he's on a Russian bot or some fucking 4chan fuck. If he is, you got me. Why don't you do it on the post, Joe? Oh, you um, said you'd do it on the main show? Whoa. I did, yeah. Big right. guy. I did. Well, I just said I'd do it, and uh, oh, I got this fucking Thank you, limit. everyone, so much for listening. We don't know how you're listening anymore since we're being uh, blackballed and uh, shadow banned. No, we don't understand what's going on. Keep and we the don't emails coming in. Keep the questions. Work. Look forward to the post, Joe, because we're going to answer a bunch of questions we got this week. All right. Where is this guy? Where is this guy? Where is this guy? Did you hear about what happened to Sam Chipley? Yeah, we're saving. I'm, I've been like biting my okay, tongue okay, okay. Oh, you're waiting for, for fucking I'm three just, hours, I'm, hours I'm, man. I'm just buying time three here. Three hours. Dude, I'm, I'm just buying, buying you time here. I thought I had it uh, fucking ready to yeah, go. We're going to have to save it for the post. No, Check out not. our Instagram at J-R-E-E podcast. I don't know that. I can't do this out, Joe. I'm going to choke Here. Here, I got it. We have a Patreon. Check that out. It's I, fucking awesome. Listen, man. New I one coming it. up. What's, Dan Savage is coming out this week. Dan Savage this week. Been that is correct. That one. Oh, and that one is controversial. Wow. It's the original Adam Ruins Everything. It's an oh, LTA. Yeah. It is crazy. Woo! It's an LTA, late term abortion. All right, look. Come on. Fuck, that's great. Yeah, man. that was a good one. Uh, oh. Real quick, on Instagram, he goes by SoCal Soccer Training. Um, he said he listens to the podcast and he just won conference in his country. Ended with the most team goals in the country. Uh, SoCal Fury Football Club. So congrats to him. Nice. Way to go, buddy. Congratulations, man. Way to keep uh, soccer alive in those United States. And he wants to guy. shout out his girl. Is he uh, from the States? Yeah, oh, SoCal. I believe, I believe so. His name is Derek Perez. Um, We're getting a girlfriend back. <laughs> what? And his girl? He, <laughs> he wants to if, propose. If you want to no. be in my life together, you got to get the guys to talk Whatever. about. Whatever. He just wanted to shout his girl Val out. Uh, she deserves all the credit. So there you go, my man. That oh, being she's said, the woman behind the man. That's it. Way to go, buddy. Way to go, Bella. That Way being said, if you want to email us, you can do so. It's uh, jrepodcast at gmail You can follow us on Instagram, jrepodcast. 
You can follow Kamar on Instagram, Kamar Babar. At Kamar Babar, Twitter and Instagram for the weather and physics and stuff. Okay, and you can follow Simon on Instagram. At uh, Bigfoot Sighting Society, no physics. You can follow the show on Twitter. It's uh, J-R-E-E Podcast. Is that correct, Kamar? At Twitter, J-R-E-E Podcast. You're only talking to Kamar on there. Be aware of that. And we have our link for our one YouTube clip. Keep supporting that before we get shadow banned. And can't find it Patreon no no hold on there's a reddit you can join the subreddit it's reddit.com slash jre podcast jump on there for all sorts of fun highlight of my week reading that reddit my we should start was. more we should you guys should post more on there I post very minimal on there but you, you will just have to explain to me how that works and I'll be happy to post all sorts of stuff okay um, we'll probably just be reposting shit from the Joe Rogan shit anyway you can also um, join our Patreon patreon.com slash jre podcast Donate to the show, you get extra content, and uh, hopefully we can all live better lives. You give us a will to live, Patreon. Yeah. Uh, that being said, thank you so much for listening. Do stick around for the post-yo. And I think that's it. Did I miss anything? I'm half retarded right now, no? I always say it for the post-yo. All right. Well, have a great week, weekend. Keep your eyes open. <laughs>